The only answer was the sweet song of the Grey Wings. With a grimace, she went in search of a place to cool off. Oh, hey guys, we missed you. is right welcome back to another edition of the nerdy wordy book club my name's nerdy and i'm clarice and we are here to talk about the great hunt chapters 12 through 24 <laughs> it has been two weeks since the last episode but we're back we've yeah. honeymooned <laughs> we've disneyed we've uh-huh. universaled we did all the things in the california a but we're back yeah, all the, I mean, all the all the big things, you know. You all the things we, we, like, set out to do, we did. Here's the thing. We, like, drove through downtown L.A. Yeah, we didn't spend but, much time in L.A. We spent a lot of time in Hollywood. Yeah. And a lot of time in Anaheim. And we skipped downtown L.A. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great time. Um, we're going to not get into that a ton here. If you do want to come chat with us. I'm going to hang out uh, at the beginning of Nerdy Stream later tonight. Yeah, come over to Twitch. Um, We're going to talk all about the honeymoon and the stuff at, uh, what time? Four? Whenever you Four want. Four o'clock Eastern today. Oh, twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. Come hang out. Clarice is going to be there. And we're going to chat about uh, everything that uh, we did. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. But right now, mm-hmm. right now. It's time to talk about some uh, great hunt. Rant Almore, thank you so much for that super thank chat. Thank you so much for the super chat. I'm, I, I feel, I, I, it's so nice that y'all missed us. That's so... Yeah, we missed you guys too. It was weird. It was like Friday and it was like, I guess I guess we'll like put up this video, which was fun. I mean, like Winter Dragon was fun, but um, yeah. Was, that Winter Dragon weird. reaction was a lot of fun. I'm yeah, glad yeah. we did it. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Smut Corner LA version. Oh God! Uh, over on Twitch. Come later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways, let's let's uh, talk great hunt. Let's get into this. As always, no spoilers. Past chapter twenty four of. If you spoil things, our mods will be on it. They're gonna get you. They're gonna be mean. They're, They're bullies. Gonna get you, get you, get you, our get mods you. are big old bullies. <laughs> um, we're now halfway through this book. Yes. How are you feeling about yes. it? Yeah, we're just over halfway. Let's, let's start with some thought before we get into like specific moments and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are you feeling about it now that we're halfway through the book? Um, th- uh, hmm. it's moving fast. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff happening, and it's like it 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 just it just keeps like that ball is rolling, and it kind of has to because we're jumping around. Um, we we jump perspectives a few times in the other book, obviously. Um, but. Uh, a lot of times they were in the same or similar places. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. right now they're like not anywhere near each other or doing anything remotely related to the other. Well, kind of. But- yeah, and also like <laughs> just it it seems like some of these storylines that we're following right now are set to intersect with each other a long time from now. Yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. you know, like we're doing this thing with Rand like obviously the Rand Perrin Matt separation in this section. That feels like it's going to come together again sooner. But, like, the Egwene so. and Nynaeve stuff feels like they need to be in the White Tower for a while in order to kind of pull off any sort of real training, any sort of, like, connection to the White Tower. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like we are a, a decent amount of time away from really seeing those characters come back. Mm-hmm. Eric Brown, thank you for being a member for two months. Hey, Nargs. Thank you for rejoining the Narg table. Thank you. Nargs. <laughs> thank you. 
So yeah, I, I do. I feel like <clears throat> there is this sort of like distant possibility of them seeing Egwene and Nynaeve again, but yeah. it, it feels like it's not going to be for a long time. No, no. It, it like I, unless something like drastic changes in the near future. Like I, yeah, it seems like they are not going to be reunited for a long. Mm-hmm. Arcadia, thank you for becoming a, a narg for two months. Thank you so much. Cheers. That double narg. That double narg. That double narg. Um, yeah. So, what's the first thing that happens? You pr- uh, did you write? I it took down? notes, y'all. Nerdy. I was so responsible. Nerdy this week. took like good notes. Like at the end of each chapter, he was like, "Okay, all right." I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna y'all. From now on, from now on, this is a professional outfit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yeah, only yeah, took yeah. seven episodes, but this is a professional outfit. Okay, so chapter 12 uh, starts with uh, Egwene and Nynaeve. Egwene leaves Faldara. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're on the road mm-hmm. with Das Amerlin's seat. Varen I trains and warns them. Scares, chastises Nin into uh, staying. You enjoyed you enjoyed Varen um, manipulating Nin. Nynaeve. I keep calling her Nin. Nin, I was like, who the hell? (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay. I thought, okay, we've talked about this a couple of times with us. Um, (laughs) Sometimes Nynaeve (laughs) seems really dumb. And I don't, I don't, Mm -hmm. like, and, and look, we're still at, like, the beginning of a very long series, and I'm happy to watch characters grow, and I think she's going to be one of my favorites. I do, I do. But, like, it was so easy for Varen to be like, oh, well, Nynaeve, I guess if you don't want to practice, you can be a novice and do chores. And mm-hmm. Nynaeve's like, okay, I'll stay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I it's right. tough, right? Because, like, it is fun that Nynaeve is this very powerful, very, like, capable person. Um, and in the things that she's knowledgeable in, she is so knowledgeable, right? Like she's such a good healer. She and and you know she really she's so strong headed, but she's she she comes off as stupid a lot to me she, in yeah. that she has these goals mm-hmm. that she is very clearly setting out to achieve. Yeah, she's like, but I'm gonna make Moraine pay. Like, she, wow, okay. <laughs> but she wears them on her sleeve so fiercely. Yeah, that. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one is... She's not fooling anybody. No. And... No, she thinks she's being all, like, cool about it. And Maureen straight up knows. Like, yeah. he says to her, he's like, yeah. well, you know, you're gonna have to train if you want to, like, kick my ass, basically. And I, I just... Know, like... <laughs> I, I just... I, um... She is... She's very small town, right? In her little small town, she was the big fish. You know what I mean? And she never, like... She never really had to be um deceptive or like sneaky about her intentions she just she what she said went because she was the wisdom and she she never really had to have that side of things shadow link thank you for that super chat shadow link thank you so much nanive just thinks the ice that are looking to manipulate her boys from two rivers yeah Mm -hmm. she's also very short-tempered and is dealing with master manipulators and all of that but, but she but she gives them all of the ammunition they need Immediately, mm-hmm. she doesn't try and hide it. No, and I just because she doesn't know how it works yet. She doesn't like yeah get it. And I'm excited to watch her get it. I hope know? so. I just I it, it is kind of frustrating reading some of the scenes with her mm-hmm. where she behaves more childlike than Egwene. Yeah, where she has oh, these yeah, temper yeah. tantrums that are just so like I wouldn't put up with it. No, if I was an adult dealing with another adult behaving the way that Nynaeve behaves in these scenes, yeah. I would be like, get out. 
Yeah. Go go figure out how to be an adult and then come back. Well, and, and I think that I just I'm I get very like I don't care. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. gonna behave like a child, I'm I will like, treat you like mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. And so the fact that then on the flip side they're like, well, we're just gonna raise you to accept it because you're very powerful undermines the Aes Sedai in a way for me because I'm like, no, she's very clearly not ready. Like she is not behaving in a way that betrays readiness to be a part of your cause. And she should be a novice. Nynaeve should be a novice. She has not, in my mind, earned any sort of respect from the Aes Sedai because she portrays herself as a child in all of these scenes with them. Yes. Um, and thank you so much <coughs> for uh, joining the Narg table for <coughs> another month. Armageddon, <coughs> Swan and Marine didn't have to kill Varen's being experience for Master of Manipulation. Yeah, I, I quite like Varen so far. I'm glad she's not Oh, Varen's fantastic. I love um, Varen. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think, look, I think that, like, Nynaeve's... Um, I think it's really interesting because it makes Nynaeve very... Uh, believable because she has these like strong traits that I feel like as a like teenager reading this I would have been like yeah yeah you tell him right and now as an adult I'm like mm, you know and I think that I think that that like her 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 strengths and her faults and shortcomings are like very clear and um I find it really fun to read <laughs> I but I feel this sh- this is one of those moments where I feel like the show cleaned up Nynaeve a lot like, I think the show mm-hmm. version of Nynaeve is a much more capable character than the book version. Where the book capable, version, yeah. mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. book version is literally like, I need to learn how to use the one power in order to fight my reign. And then someone's like, all right, I'm going to give you a lesson on how to use the one power. And she's like, well, I don't want that. I'm going to leave. And I'm like, what are you doing? You've literally stated your yeah. goal is to learn the yeah. one power. And the person who can teach you says, hi, I'm here to teach you. And your response is, well, I don't trust you, so I'm going to leave. And I'm like, what? what i'm literally the reading those scenes are like are you dumb like are you you're like this is not helping you, are you. Actively, you're being stubborn for stubborn sake but you're but be so stubborn in learning that you can follow your goals mm-hmm, but don't mm-hmm. be so stubborn that you don't accomplish the thing that you set out to accomplish mm-hmm, you know what i mean yeah it's, um, it's like it's like being like i want to be on broadway and someone's like all right well you have a great voice i would love to teach you i teach broadway people how to be on broadway and you being like no i'm no. gonna do it myself and you're like wait what that's not how it works <laughs> yeah and i think that nynaeve is learning that and i think we're going to watch i think nynaeve is going to fail miserably very shortly before she can get over all of this uh rant thank you so much for that super um, chat we really appreciate that uh rant thank you for that super chat spot on nerdy and points to the tower increasingly floundering for power and politics at play yeah because they they yeah. know nynaeve is powerful they know this they and mm-hmm. the, and they probably are like a little bit nervous about her and so instead and and so they need to keep her there they they need her to be there with them so that she doesn't go and blow something up elsewhere right and yeah. so i think um accelerating her to accepted was more out of like a little bit of fear that she would not stay as a novice but here's, here's the problem with that, okay? If you have a person that you need to keep close, the way that you do that is you build them up from the bottom, right? You you make her do some chores. You make her earn it. And you, you, you make her earn her way through. And by giving her the first step, what you are saying is that you're so powerful that we are going to ignore your behavior at the beginning. It is It, it sets a bad precedent for the Aes Sedai's relationship with her yeah. through the whole thing where they say, oh, no, no, you're just so powerful that we'll just hand things to you. That's what I mean. And so I this already, in, but, but this character who's already entitled, mm-hmm. all of these very intelligent women are going around going, you're very entitled. 
let's just give it to you. That's why that's why I think there's going to be a huge failure and downfall in Nynaeve at some point because I don't the, know. I, I said like they, I have made the wrong decisions. I, I feel like they're just gonna like I I, I I don't know if I think that's gonna happen. I think that her and Lan are gonna get married and Lan's gonna like help her figure it out or something, but maybe. Leah, thank you for that super thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. The white tower putting someone's power level above the readiness is a big problem in the tower it has in general. Okay. okay. Well then you so know. if we see that, like in other people, it, it's less surprising. But yeah, I, I think that it's like a f- shortcoming, like a a, f- a falling of the Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and this this system, this like structure that they have. I think for me, it's just this is how we're being introduced to it. Oh, and yeah. to me, I'm like, oh, these the Aes Sedai are kind of incompetent. Like I don't think they know how to do this. Well, there's a reason they're failing, right? No, nah, true. They are declining in power and numbers, and it's a problem. It, they just, talk about it being a problem. It's tough because on the flip side, I think that Egwene is... The way that Egwene is handling the training and, like, her, like, nervous acceptedness about not obviously being unaccepted, but about the, the training and going through it and, and the, her desire is so fun to read. Mm-hmm. And her character, I think the character of Egwene in the books is just so fantastic. I love her so much. I love I love Book Egwene. I, I love, love Book Egwene. I love her a lot, yeah. And I, I just, it's so weird to watch her be the more mature character in all of these scenes. Yeah, even though she is much <clears> younger. <throat> and even, yeah. she like watches Nynaeve and is like, Nynaeve, stop it. Don't blow off the handle. Like, <laughs> Yeah, don't blow off the handle. Fly off the handle. I've never... Blow, don't blow up. And I mixed up blow up and yeah. fly off the handle. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it about it we're moving on no it's just interesting it's it's interesting to watch this woman kind of flounder yeah yeah she is like so out of her depth and it's very interesting uh yeah. Feha says they need they to give nin an incentive to join them they don't want to have the most powerful channel in a thousand years unattached to them yeah i, I think I, that they're scared i do i i think they already but she already has the incentive and they know that she wants to learn the power to you know what i mean like everyone all of the i are very aware why she's doing this yeah but she's here's the thing there is a very strong chance with knowing, like, reading Nynaeve, who she is in the book, mm-hmm. that she gets there, they make her a novice, and she's like, screw this, I'm not doing chores, I taught myself the one power, I'll go teach myself more of it. Or find other teachers, you know what I mean? Like, she, like, it, knowing Nynaeve, mm-hmm. those thoughts are definitely in her head. Oh, I can do this myself, someone else can do it better than the I But by giving her the second level immediately because she's powerful, you're doing the same thing. You're teaching her the same lesson about her own entitlement. Sure, but now she's in the tower, and she's and they have they can watch over her. Yeah, right? yeah. They they want to have eyes on her at all time because they are worried about her. I think. I, I I really I really do think that there is a like uh, underlying level of fear. That's fair. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So what ends up happening, obviously, is the Egwene Nynaeve. Oh, this is like immediately after the Emerlin seat gets like fake shot. Um, <laughs> They well, and the big the thing—the big thing here is at the end of this first, at the end of this chapter, Egwene dreams about Rand, and Egwene starts having. Is that these... the end of this chapter? Yeah. yeah, I took notes. You took notes. Why You're... are you questioning me? Mm-hmm. I took notes. I just thought it was later on for some reason. Um, Egwene starts dreaming about Rand and about mm-hmm. him being in danger, and uh, the um, I said I woman, uh, I can't remember which one is like, oh, you might be a dreamer. Oh yeah, what's her name? Oh, I didn't, I didn't write down her name, but um, yeah, she either. she goes and finds who she thinks is one of the more like chill Aes Sedai, who then immediately starts like yelling at the dock workers and she's like oh okay yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so this idea of Egwene as a dreamer is so interesting because yeah. I have no idea what that is do you yeah think, you do you think she is I, I feel like they're setting that up I feel like yeah yeah I mean if we want to jump all the way to the and last I, if yes. you want to jump all the way to the last chapter of this the section yeah. that we just did 
Um, Egwene uh, is uh, Min sees the white flame when she looks at Egwene, and I feel like the power of <laughs> Min is literally like, oh yeah, 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 you're gonna be the Amarlin seat. I was yeah. Like, Oh, but okay. I, I but I don't know that she's gonna be the Emerald Seat. I feel like she is. But I could, I think she could be the next Leanne, the keeper of the keep. right. Like if you had it, I think if you, you would see the staff then. But the right case. hand, but well, but the staff has the white flame at the top of it. Um, that's literally the topper of the staff, right? The most iconic part of it. I think that um, if you're gonna have someone be the right hand of the Emerald Seat, if Swan doesn't die or if someone else gets elevated or whatever happens, mm-hmm. I don't think Swan will be the Emerald Seat for very long. Based on how they're talking about the politics of the White Tower, I have a feeling Solon's either going to die or be pushed out. For a story, you know, if you have the same Amulet seat for 14 books, it's a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, I think that Egwene being the right hand, if she's a dreamer, would be a really useful um, thing for the Aes Sedai to have. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I read that and immediately my thought was like, oh, uh, Egwene is going to be the Amarillin seat. Um, yeah, it's possible. CJ, thank you so much for the super chat. I think Robert Jordan wants you to be pissed off at the White Tower and naive portion of this book. <laughs> I don't know why he would want that, but. I feel like he's definitely setting up the flaws. Yeah, For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, well, but um, it's all because of the Black Aja. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for the super duper chat as well. Here's the thing. I She's think... your favorite female character. She blossoms later. That's the thing. I think Nynaeve is going to have, like, the most incredible growth, and I'm so excited for that. The thing is, they're starting from a great place for her to have growth, because right now exactly. she's... Exactly. ...not very competent. She's a little shit. She's so good at using the one power. Yeah. But she's well, incompetent she's at dealing with people. She is good at aggressively using the one power. And I think that oh, that sure, adds sure, sure. to the level of fear. Her power that. level is high, but she is incompetent when it comes to interacting with other human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Which 100%. is an important skill in a political place like the White Tower. Yep. You don't want to be easily manipulated. Um, before before we get out of chapter 12, it's important to note that uh, one one morning, Egwene is like, oh, I need to talk to Moraine. I had this crazy dream. And she finds out that Moraine, Moraine left. Moraine is gone. Lan left. Leandrin followed them, and, and Varen left. also left. But Varen did not take her warder. Uh, Thomas. Yeah. Poor Tomas. Which I find super interesting. I, like, And I'm not really sure that I understand that decision. Because poor guy is like, wait, what? <laughs> Poor Tomas is like, dude, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, Sand says there is no Black Asha. I thought this was going to be a joke. Like, because when people started to say there's no Black Asha, I was like, oh, the Black Asha is something we're going to find out in, like, book nine. It's, like, this, like, secret that's been there the whole time. Nope. People talk about the Black Asha all the time. Immediately. Like, all the time. Well, maybe not Moiraine really. Rain talks about it in this chunk of the book that we're talking about. Um, Baalzaman brings it up again. Yep. Like, the Black Aja clearly exists. The Black Aja is literally present. And everyone present, is aware of it. <laughs> literally present in the one chapter with the Drakar dra- 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 thing, right? Like, it's literally there. And I was like, like is like, oh, Black Aja. And okay. I was like, cool, cool. Okay, well, yeah, Black Aja, they must exist. They, right? Yeah, they. <laughs> um, the Shadowling, think of that. Thank RJ wants you to be pissed chat. because till now the Aes Sedai have been super competent. He wants you to see that they are very flawed. Well, and they do seem flawed, for sure, you know. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and coupling that with the way that everyone else talks about the Reds and what to say uh, when you're around the Reds and what not to say and, like, you know, like, the, that se- like they seem like a very broken system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, yeah. We, uh, Egwene gets on a boat and um, <laughs> Tomas chews his nails. So I felt very seen with Tomas chewing his nails about Varen because I also chew my nails. Um, yeah. Uh, and so the last, uh, we're, we're moving on to chapter 13 here. The last, oh, Stephen, thank you for that super thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. Um, the, so the last <laughs> time we saw Rand, 
Our good okay. old boy Randall Thor. Um, my Twitter name shares his last name because I love I love my redheaded boy. He just fell asleep. <laughs> he fell asleep. Loyal on one side, Huron on the other, and when he wakes up, where is he? The multiverse. The multiverse, y'all. Yeah. This uh, this almost broke me. Yeah. It- <laughs> It almost broke me. I, cause he's like, where am I? And I was like, oh no, did I like forget about a chapter? And I went back to the end of chapter, I think it's chapter 10. And mm. I was like, no, I didn't forget anything. No. Nope. What's happening? No, nope, they literally just wake up and they're in the, the multiverse. And so what's crazy about this is that Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time has one way to get around beneath the world, which is the ways, another which is like a shadow world. And apparently there can be infinite shadow worlds. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God. Things that might have been. And I'm going to have to further, take better notes. Well, the further they are away from like, th- like the likelihood of this happening, mm-hmm. the like more faded it is, I guess. Yeah. So it, it stands to reason that we might actually get to um, hop into other worlds that mm-hmm. are like as almost as real as the like. I, the, the sacred timeline is the I know. I TPA. just, I'm like, oh God, we're going to have to spend, we're going to spend so much time in places where it's going to be like, is this the real world? Is it not? You'll, oh, you're going to find out later. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to have the rug pulled under us, pulled out from under us at least once. Oh, at least. Where it's at like, least oh, once. no, 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 you're actually in the multiverse. Surprise. Um, so uh, they're uh, they're they're next to a very beautiful seven colored um, stairway, and I just before we before we move on, I just want to point out that th- the colors of the Aja don't go together at all, and so all of the uh, they don't all of the stuff for the Aes Sedai would look just like design wise horrific. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I will fight you on that. The intro to the Wheel of Time TV show is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And when they have all the colors and they like weave into like a into the middle, stunning. Sure, sure, sure. It, 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 stunning. In in something where everything is like separate sections, right? But like when they're like they had like the seven colored bands on their outfits, I'm like that would look insane. Have you never worn anything rainbow? No. Well, you. I mostly wear black T-shirts. I don't know if you've noticed this. I wear gray sweatpants and black T-shirts. No, 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 (laughs) no. We gotta get you some rainbow stuff because. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What does matter is uh, Rand sees this beautiful stairway and he's like, "I can channel us back." And Huron's like, "Please, I have a wife." Oh my god, I know. I was like, "Oh wow, okay, Um, all right." And so he's (laughs) he tries to channel and he he goes to his void. He finds the flame. <laughs> he pulls that side. And we're, we get, we guys, if you ever want to read a book where someone talks about meditating really poorly, The Great Hunt is the book for you. Because, oh boy, is there a lot in the next chunk of this book about going to the void and oneness and the flame. Like, yeah, but it's it's not meditate. It's it's different. It's a different world. CJ, thank you so much. CJ, but well, thank you for that super, super chat. Super duper chat. But you know what I mean, right? Like, there the, the, in this section, there's a lot of the void. Sure, and, I have never meditated or been able to ever meditate. Um, so so you would not be able to channel the one power. I guess I guess not. So like reading this, I was like, oh yeah, I buy, I buy this 100. percent Oh no, it's just that Robert Jordan really loves to describe it. 
Mm-hmm. Like in one chapter, Robert Jordan will be like, this is the void. He'll describe it beautifully one way and then Randall come out of it. And then like three pages later, he'll come up with a new way to describe it. Yes. And I'm like, does, Robert Jordan loves the void. He really does like to describe the void many times. But this that time, he's trying to pull this, ma- he's trying to pull the one power. He's trying to get these portal stones to work. And then it shatters, his, his power shatters like glass and cuts his brain. And I was yeah. like, this is the worst yeah. I was horrified. I know. I was like, that's terrifying. Why would you... What? <laughs> um, but Huron, he's a sniffer. He's still got that scent. And so they're like, you know, we. I don't know if we can make it back here, but uh, let's He's like, I don't want to try forward. doing that again, so let's well, try to he doesn't want to go crazy. Yeah, oh, 100%. You know I don't blame I mean? him. I, I do not blame Rand at he all. He doesn't want to lose his mind. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he's losing his mind because he just woke up in a Shadowland. Literally. He's like, what the hell happened? I, I, I do love, though, in, like, this chapter and the subsequent chapters, mm-hmm. um, how Rand is, like, kind of accidentally, but not really accidentally, falling into the leadership role of, like, being the voice of hope and leadership. And and, and I think a part of it is that Huron, like, kind of, like, forces him into it. Oh, a um, thousand percent, yeah. And Loyal doesn't have the... People skills? No, Lo- Loyal has the, like, Ogier, like, culture yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. moving a little bit slower and kind of, like, he, he's he's following the history. Loyal wants to be watch the history happen. He doesn't want to make it, right? Yeah. And so he mm-hmm. is not helping. And so Rand is left, in, and the sniffer has always been subordinate to the person around him. And before he left um, Faldara, they said that if Ingtar goes down, and we will get to Ingtar, I love Ingtar so much, uh... That Rand is second in command. If Ingtar goes down, follow Rand. So, like, he Which has orders to follow Rand if Ingtar's wild. not there, right? And wild. it's so funny to me that Rand is, like, really trying his best. He's always trying so hard. And he's doing a good job. You yeah, know what? For the most part. He's doing all right. For having no training, <laughs> no idea what's going on, and, like, yeah. no reason to believe that he can, mm-hmm. he's pushing through and he's making it happen. And that, that says a lot about a man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making it work. And Kieran I is falling that. apart. Kieran is like, you asked me a question. Are you even a lord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, he's a, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Kieran so much. He's, oh, he's wonderful. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he needs someone to follow for sure. <laughs> Rand, Rand is the, Claude Complex has it right. Rand is 100% the testament of fake it till you make it. Oh, 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 a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I think when he gets back, when he meets back up with his party, you know, I don't think that, like, Perrin and Matt are going to like that all that much. That's fair. Because Matt's a dick. Well, uh, so we do, we, is, the next thing we do is we go back, and Perrin wakes up, and Rand's gone, and yeah, Loyal's yeah. gone, and Harry's like, gone, and everyone's like, where did they, there's no trail. Yeah, what happened? And, yeah, and, like, Perrin's like, why'd you take the sniffer? Because now Perrin has to be like... Yo, Intar, hey, look, uh, like, kind of, like, has this wolf thing going on. Well, but before he tells him, I, what I love is Perrin's, like, Perrin is, a, Perrin is so practical, right? Because Perrin's sitting by himself, and everybody's freaking out, and he's going, <clears throat> I, I can do this. I don't want to do this, but, like, okay, I'm going to reach out. And he, he sits down by himself, mm-hmm. and he reaches out, and he, like, leans into that wolf brotheriness that he cut off yeah. um, after the White Cloak incident mm-hmm. when he killed the two White Cloaks, right? Because he doesn't want to be that. And he's really, that Fair. inner struggle is so well written by Robert Jordan. 100%. And he, he reaches out, and the wolves are like, Elias? And he's like, no, 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 
or the, the wolves are like Elias, and he's like, no, I know Elias, but I'm not Elias. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, those yeah. like, ooh, young bull, yeah, we've yeah. heard of you. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? And they literally like, like Perrin like watches them like feel the like remembrance, like, but not even the remembrance <clears throat> because like no one was there. This this like idea of him like charging at these people, yeah, which is probably. It's the same thing with stories kind of get, like, heightened in retelling, right? It's- oh, wolves would be so dramatic. Oh, so dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wolves are the wolves tell their stories are, like, we killed a thousand fades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it like, was, like, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ten thousand percent. But, yeah, young bull. I love that they, like, I love that Perrin has a name. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I love that yeah, he's, like. his name's Perrin. He's had it since sh- the first book. Sh- sh- I mean, you know what I mean, shit. Anyways, um... <laughs> Takuna imagines the uh, image of the Wall Street Bull. <laughs> Just, like, m- mowing down white cloaks. Honestly, Well, wolves... Great. Here's the thing. Wolves... The wolves have that, like, memory going back to the Age of Legends, right? So yeah. there is a chance that within the storytelling of the wolves, they would have the image of the Wall Street Bull. Because, I, I'm, not unless there was <clears throat> whatever wolves in New York City. And they there could have been. Okay. Yeah, for for a variety of reasons. Either they could have been transported to the zoo and, like, saw it on the way up, right? Or, after, like, the breaking, there might have been wolves living in an empty Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. saying, there is a possibility that the wolves have the genetic memory of the Wall Street Bull From, in like, them. 500,000 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you know what? It's possible. It's I will po- give you it's that. It's possible. It is you possible. You don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, but there I, was the Wolf of Wall Street. That's right, in Susian. The Wolf of Wall Street. Granted, the bull isn't on Wall Street, but it's close. It's close. it's right down there. Yeah, um, I yeah, I love that. I love how the wolves have this hive mind and they name things and remember things. I think it's like absolutely fascinating. I love mm-hmm. this thing that Robert Jordan has come up with. But yeah, Parent like sits down, meditates. He like hangs out with them for a minute and is like, so here's the scent. It's, there's, like, Trollocs. There's, like, bad, dark friends. And the wolves are, like, Arr! Like, they're, like, <laughs> ready. I also, I, I love that the wolves are so excited to kill the Trollocs that Perrin is, like, fighting them to not go kill the Trollocs because he needs the dark friends, too. Yeah. And he knows the wolves will, he's, like, no, 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 you have to wait for us to catch up because you'll need the wait. dark friends. Yeah, wait, 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 if, wait. God. <laughs> Metheny, thank you for that super chat. Wolves Metheny. are just gossips. Thank correct. you. Thank you so much um, for the super chat. And so he goes to Ingtar, and this is why I love Ingtar. Y'all, I'm falling in love with Ingtar. I didn't think I would, but I am. Mm-hmm. Ingtar is like, I believe you. Yeah. No one else will, so we're going to lie to everyone. And he's so quick. He's like immediately yeah, like. he's like, hmm, this is not going to go well. You're, you're a, a wolf sniffer. brother? Cool. Yeah. Heard of that before. Uh, let's not tell anyone. You're a sniffer now, and uh, we're going to convince everyone real quick. Come with me. I got this. And I'm like, Ingtar, you are a man. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. like, he's on it. He's ready. He's improvising. Mm-hmm. He's yes-anding. Ingtar yes, is and- ready to go. Yeah. And I, this is the man you want in charge. I know. I have a feeling he's going to die, and I'm going to be really sad. Every company needs an Ingtar. That's true. Yeah. 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 I wish I was an Ingtar, but I know that I'm a Huron. You know that what I mean? That is not true. <laughs> that is I am true. kind of an Ingtar. I think that's why I like him so much, is I'm like, all right, we got to think on our feet. Let's do this. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Um, and Matt, poor Matt, Matram Cawthorn is going, am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> You're a sniffer now? Rand yeah. teleported away in the middle of the night with an O-gear and the sniffer. Now you're a sniffer. Is everybody losing their minds? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like a little bit bad for Matt, but he's, 
kind of rude, so. <laughs> he's not rude. He's going through it. Matt, Matt, Matt. Hey, has... Rand, sleep really far away from me. Thanks. Okay, because Rand was an ass to him intentionally. Rand went out of his way to be a dick. And he explained and why. Matt is dealing with the taint. Of the dagger. God, that taint. He is. You it's know what I mean? Like boy. Matt Matt has Matt has been putting up with a lot that he does not deserve. And he's trying his best. No, I know. I look, I know Matt's dealing with a lot, but he's just like ugh, God, just wanna like boop him on the snoot. Like just got ugh. He needs to be healed of the, the, he the taint that he, is uh He needs to figure out the whole uh dagger thing situation. Uh, take energy dagger. Um, also, uh, Varen just shows up randomly. <laughs> oh, yeah, Varen's yeah, like... Varen's like, oh, Moira Rain sent me. Where's Rand? Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Uh, by the way, Oh, the Rand. horn? Don't really care. Where's Rand? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Rand. Um, you're so, like... Uh, so, here's the question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Did Moiraine actually send Varen? Send Varen? No, I don't think so. So, why would she lie about that, then? What do you, what, why do you think she's lying about Moiraine sending Well, I guess she can't lie... Oh, that's true. She can't lie. So she must be telling the truth. Because she comes out and says, Moiraine sent me. I guess so. Yeah. Because otherwise that would be a straight lie. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. I guess... So, so Moiraine must have actually sent her. Yeah, yeah, Um, but... Or there must have been a conversation where Varen was able to, like, justify saying that. Why, why then, why do you think she left Thomas behind? Because that's that the thing I, I can't figure out. No. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Part of the reason why I can't figure out is this is the only chapter in this section with these characters. Yeah. We do not see Perrin and Matt. Like, this. We, they, they literally are just still fall. Perrin is leading them towards the Dark Friends, and that's the end of what we know of them for the 12 chapters that we read. Yeah. Um, but I really I can't figure out why she would leave Thomas behind. Yeah, it's very strange. Varen, to me, feels like... I, I love Varen so much, and I relate... Because Varen, to me, feels like that, like, ADHD hyperfixation. Like, she's, like, now that she's in the know and she's not dead, (laughs) she's, like, all right, I need to find out as much about this as humanly possible. And and maybe maybe she hasn't told Thomas what she knows yet. Yeah, but that, I just, I... Oh, Sam, Sam, thank you for the super chat. Thank you so much for the super Uh, chat. Do you think we've met anyone from the Dark Friend Social yet? I think we have, but I don't think it's going to be super... I don't think it's anyone who feels obvious. Like, Leandrin feels like she's Black Aja right now. Yeah, Leandrin feels too obvious, so I don't think it's But I don't think it's going to be her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I I, I really can't put together why Varen would leave Thomas behind. That's the thing that confuses me. Maybe she has not told Thomas. But, like, the thing about the Warder Bond to me that I find confusing is, like, don't, wouldn't their level of trust be that high? Like, if you can't trust your warder with that, they shouldn't be your warder. No, but, like... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if if you're going to be that closely bonded with someone, if you can't trust them with your deepest secrets, then then you not, shouldn't be bonded in that way. But it's not Varen's deepest secret, you know what I mean? Right, but, but like, here's the thing. If someone tells me a secret, yeah. they know deep down that you're going to also know it. Right? Like, there's no... Unless it's unless there's a reason I need to keep it from you, anything that someone tells me, I'm going to tell you. Right? Because we're a pair. Yeah. And, like, I can trust you with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- but did she really leave him behind? John Drennan brings up the real questions. Is Thomas acting like he was left behind? But he knows. Mm, but he's got to play it up because there's a secret mission. Mega says she just, like, forgot him. 
So she just forgot. Just, she just forgot. She, just she was so excited to finally have something to do that she was like, she's like, oh, she second. got like two days out. And she's like, oh, no, <laughs> no. It's like um, if you've watched Don't Look Up, it's when Meryl Streep gets on the plane and is like, oh, write my son. <laughs> Should we go back? Nah. Nah. Oh, damn it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe maybe, maybe she did tell him and is like, I need you to stay here for a reason. Like, maybe there is, like, a literally a reason that she needs Thomas there. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that that's it. I think that, because Varen can't be, be at two places at once. So if something happens here that she needs to know about, Thomas is her eyes there. And I'm sure he's just really anxious about being separated from her because it means that she's in more danger. Maybe he's eyes. chewing his nails because that's his, like, way of, like, hiding something. He's like, I can't, I, I want to tell everybody, but I can't, yeah, so I'm just going to chew my nails. He's bad at keeping secrets, so he chews his nails. Um. Yeah. All right, back in the Shadowlands. That's it. That For those characters, we're not going to talk about them again. Leaves have fallen. What? Come on. I have no idea what you're singing. Shadowland from Lion King? Oh. You've seen the musical, Yeah, I right? forgot that song completely. What are you, it's such a good song. It's oh all right. my god, it's so good. It's I, No He Lives in You. No, it's not, but it's beautiful and like. Damn I saw Lion King once like 12 years ago. Oh my god, I love that song so um, much. So, chapter 15, which I call Kinslayer, uh, we're in the world between worlds. And you Rand, called Kinslayer, or is it called Kinslayer? Is it called Kinslayer? I might, I don't know. <laughs> I would love if you were like, I called it this, and that's the that is the, that is the actual title. I called it Kinslayer. You know what it was? That I wrote that one down, and then after that, I started to give the titles my own names because that because of oh, that title. Oh, god, god, god. Um, god. CJ Clark, thank you for that CJ, super chat. Matt is your favorite chat. character ever. Second favorite, Hansel. Third, Sokka from Avatar. Um, boy, boy, howdy, right. do we have, boy, I feel, yep, the show's gonna be weird about that. <laughs> yep. If that, if that kid is actually pretending to be indigenous, to be Sokka in that show, uh, fuck him. Yeah, that's um, a whole other thing. Anyways. Anyway, go look that up. That's a whole, that's not, that is Avatar. We, we will deal with that show when it comes out. Yup. Um, Rand is, uh, doing his best. He's playing Lord. And he's like... <laughs> he's playing Lord. Like, you play house as a kid. Yeah. He's playing Lord. <laughs> that is essentially what Rand is doing. And uh, he's uh-huh. like, y'all, I will take the first watch. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And um, guess who shows up? Daddy Bezos. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Daddy it, Bezos is here. That's what I'm calling Baal Zaman from now on. Baal Zaman is not dead. Uh, despite Rand desperately wishing that he was, mm. but Alzaman is back. And I gotta say, if you're a Dark Lord and you're trying to convince someone to be on your side, try different tactics. Yeah, get Dude. rid of the nose. What? If you're a Dark Lord. Baldemar had a lot of followers, I'm just saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> God damn it. You're welcome. But but no, he just keeps repeating. He's like, you're going to be mine no matter what, so just join me. And I'm like, try it. And here's the thing. I really appreciate now the Ishamayel stuff from the end of the show, mm-hmm. where Ishamayel, like, genuinely entices Rand with, like, a real thing he wants, whereas Book yeah. Ba'alzaman just kind of yells at him. And I'm like, dude, like, this yeah. is clearly not working. You're going to be mine. It's like, okay, all right, we get it. Like- try it any other tactic. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta, like, yeah, you gotta pull, like, a, I don't know, 
You gotta make him turn him into like Anakin or someone who actually yeah, like Palpy, my boy Sheev. Knows he how gets to manipulate. It. He yeah. takes Anakin to the opera. You know who goes to the opera? Rich evil people. <laughs> so like Anakin should have known. Should have known. But Anakin liked the opera and he was like, Well, I guess I'll be a rich evil person too. It's just that's how the circle of life works. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Father of Lies is a uh, he's a yeah, he's 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 interesting. He I think we're going to get different tactics from him later on, but right now he's definitely just like very set on this like you're going to be mine anyways. So yeah. It's just could I, you hurry up a little. Bit? I just <laughs> Fudgy Vimp says Shamil could at least buy Rand dinner first. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand come on. percent. Um uh, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. But Osman keeps calling him loose Theron. Yeah. Do you think Baalzaman, and but he's like, I know, I've known so many versions of you, Luce Theron. Do you think Baalzaman always refers to the previous dragon or the previous, like, um, hero of the light? When he's, because, like, if there's been so many, why is the Dark One so hung up on using Luce Theron? Honestly, I think it's because Luce was probably the most impactful, right? Okay. Um, right? I think that, like, Luce really. I mean, he he took it his 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 buddies to go try and like defeat him once and for all for good, mm-hmm. which then the dark one turned against him and tainted Sidon. So or, he's the he's, I can't remember which one is which Sidon and Sidon. Like he's the one who actually touched the dark one. Yeah, in that moment one, that allowed the taint to pass into. I Sidon. think that Luce Theron has been the most impactful to the dark one, and that's why he keeps using that name mm-hmm. i could be wrong and i could just be like projecting onto that but it definitely seems seems like it because yeah because the dark one is literally like i have known a, a hundred versions of you a thousand versions whatever it is that he says <laughs> that dark one um, loose theron is just the coolest name i like that that's it the dark one's just like it was a dope name what, yeah. i don't know what else I you want me to say like, <laughs> i didn't want to like call you bob Seymour, i'm not calling you, know? you randell thor when i can call you loose theron telemon <laughs> Although both those names are pretty great. Um, this chapter is when um, is when uh, uh, Loyal does his song. He gets he his sings. Staff. He sings again. Yeah. yeah. He is like so worried about where they are that like Ogier normally don't carry weapons, and he mm-hmm. makes himself a staff because he's like is so uncomfortable in this place, and which he never uses. Never uses. <laughs> no. And then I he, love like, like two chapters later, he just throws it away. He's like, yeah, oh. he's like, I can't. I'll just make um, a new one. I want to point out. Uh, the Baalzaman says Shaitan, his own name, and then, like, all this power stuff happens, and I think it's unfair that Baalzaman can use his own name for power. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's like Voldemort okay. being like, Voldemort, I'm more powerful now, Harry Potter. Like, that just, it doesn't seem fair that Baal's, yeah. unless Baalzaman isn't the Dark One. And it's, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Wait a second. Wait a second. What if Baalzaman is not the Dark One? Okay. Then I don't know who is, but, like, is somebody else. Maybe we have... Maybe, like I said, maybe the Dark One is literally, like, the heart of man, so to speak. I don't know how else to, like, put that. Heart of man, look to the sky. Son of man. I know, but I just wanted to sing the song. Okay, all right. Let your spirit set you free. Um, so you think that Balsamon is... Uh, what the, if Balsamon isn't the Dark One? But he's like he's numero the, uno under yeah, the Dark yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. And we ha- what's his name? What's, what's his, his name? We know... Shaitan. 
No, no, no. Shaitan is the dark one's name. The name of the dude, the number one in command. We literally got Ishamayil. his name. Ishamayil. Yeah. yeah, but Ishamayil is the betrayer of hope. That's a, He's not the dark one. He's like, but ba- he's he like one say, below. But when does ba- he ever Ozaman. say, I am the dark one? But Alzaman kind of says that. Does he? Yeah, like, I am the, I will, you will be mine. He keeps, he, like, he keeps saying, like, I am the leader of the grave. I am the lord of the dead. Maybe Baalzaman is, like, Hades, but, like, that's not the dark one. But he's, like, the, like, he's, like, the gravekeeper, like, underworld guy. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> Shadowling <laughs> says, the final battle is just Baalzaman yelling, Shaitan, and Ren yelling, I deny you, in a Dragon Ball style power-up episode. I love it. I love that. Shadowling, thank you Ren for the super chat. Ren spends four episodes holding his hands toward the sky, building the spirit bomb. It's the moment in Dragon Ball Z that I like, that is like my least favorite. It's when they're fighting Frieza uh, on that planet, and there's literally just episodes of Goku building the spirit bomb, and it's, and like they're cutting away to all the other things that are happening, and they keep cutting back to Goku, and he's just like, ah, 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 for like, I've never seen it. Two hours of television. It's insanity. Yeah. It's so crazy. I just keep imagining, I just keep imagining in, uh, in the Lord of the Rings when, um, when, um, oh my god, I cannot believe it. The I'm dark one is just David Bowie. <laughs> no. I would love if David Bowie showed up in tight pants with that giant cod and piece from Labyrinth. just throwing a baby 50 feet in the air. Um, oh my god, it's so funny. Oh my god, I can, I literally cannot believe that I am blanking on his name right now because I've seen this movie a billion times. Uh, King of Rohan. Theoden? Theoden. I was like, it's not Theron. It's the Okay, Theoden. Wow. I know, I can't. No, no, I just imagine that when Rand is like, I deny you, it's Theoden being like, you have no power here, Gandalf. Um, a couple of other things that happens. Uh, but Alzheimer straight up says, Black Aja. I, I, they're, black, they're Aja that work for me. Yep. So we yep. get more Black Aja stuff. He's showing his hand. He like, burns the heron into Rand's hand. That's like metal as I mean, it is metal. It's literally hot That's metal. That's why but, yeah. I made the joke. <laughs> no, it made me laugh. Um, and I, I, my note here is just that it's a stale sales pitch. I feel like he could sell Rand better. <laughs> I found I found you're the right, right. sales pitch to be lacking. You're right. You're right. If you're a car salesman and yeah. like they look like they're gonna dip, you gotta switch tactics. You, you know, know what? You know what he needs. He needs to go to like a Vegas conference for salesmen. You know what I mean? He like Baalzaman could use a like a like um a, a life class. Coach. You know what I mean? He needs to go to one of those conferences where there's a guy on stage being like, "If you let him, you'll be in a van down by the river." Okay, that's that's very loud for our listeners. Anyway, um, anyway, no, no, I think that you're right. I think that like, here's the thing. I always found it super weird that the dark one is supposed to be like trapped in mm-hmm. a place, and he just, <laughs> just keeps everywhere. showing up. Yeah, he's just kind of everywhere. So it makes complete sense that the, this dream person is not actually the dark one. I, I, I think oh, that, fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I but think, also, like, the, 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 the seals on that prison are weakening. He's are not weakening. as trapped. Yeah. But, but Agenor got out, and um, the, uh, the guy who was with Agenor, I can't remember his name. Uh, um, the weird face guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But no, I think if they got out, then... Then, then, the, then the dark one can, like, seep out a little bit. No, no, I He can, I like, think, dip his toes. No, I, I think it's another force... <laughs> Michael Scott taught Baalzaman all he knows. God damn it. Um, all right, chapter 16. 
This is a, this is, oh my God, y'all, we're 47 minutes in and we are just getting to the character I want to spend an hour talking about. Oh, yeah. Rand, I called this chapter Rand versus the Void because Rand is like, I don't want to be in there, but I want to be in there. I need to be in there, but I don't want to be in there. Oh my God, I'm in there. Nope, there's the power. Got to get out of here. We, we get a lot of that. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, they wake up. Uh, everyone's concerned about Rand. He says it's fine. Whatever. They uh, they head towards this monument. They're like, oh my god, it's Arthur Hawkwing's monument. And then they get a little oh, yeah. bit closer, and, and they're like, like, nope. Nope, it's a raven. And it's <laughs> and covered it's in Trolloc script. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And, this world is a nightmare. Yeah, literally. And and that's the moment where I, th- I think it's uh, Loyal. is like, I think that this is like a alternate version of reality that wasn't mm-hmm. very likely or something. Because that's what I thought I was going to get out of this fantasy series was alternate realities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's a nice surprise. Nice price. Nice price. Um, and um, we get, uh, we get, there's, the, as they get closer to the monument, they look over and there's a woman peeking over a hill. No, she screams. No, 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 no. Before that. there they Rand, like, sees her, like, peeking over a hill. She's like, is oh. that a woman peeking over that hill? What what's what was that? And then she's gone. He's like, oh, okay, that was weird. Well, and it's interesting because it's definitely the same woman that is it. Uno keeps seeing. Do you think it's the same woman as yes, that? Yes, it's a woman in a white dress. Okay, hundred percent. But I think that she's like trapped in this plane of existence, and so she flickers in and out of like reality in like the main world, and that's why they can't like find her. There's no trace of her, but Uno keeps like seeing her. I think it's to say, I think it's her. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. But what if she's not trapped here? What if she is the one who activates the portal stones that gets Rand to Loyal and Hiran through? I don't really know why that would be. It seems like she... Because she needs Rand to, like, trust her. She acts like she can't leave by herself. Right, to get Rand to channel. But if the goal is to get him to keep channeling to go crazy to be so that he joins the Dark One, then she needs him to keep channeling. Maybe yeah. I don't know. To me, I definitely read Celine very works much. works for the TVA. She a hundred percent does. Um, no, it, to, to me, like, look, you 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 might be a hundred percent right, but yeah. it, reading it, it literally just felt to me like she was trapped in this place and was like waiting for someone to come and like make her leave because she can't do it herself. Right, mm-hmm. she knows all this information. No, but that's what she says. I think it's really important to note that that is what she is saying is true. No, she doesn't. She she's says like, she's trapped and I she needs here. him to get out. Yeah, that but she's literally that's literally the, what she says. The best lies have elements of truth in them, right? No, the best yeah. lies are told by really good liars. Yeah, and really good liars know when to give you truthful information. But she doesn't. But that's why the Aja are so good at it, right? I. But she doesn't need to here. There's no reason for her to be telling the truth. There's no reason to think that anything she says is true. Celine is the most immediately distrustful character I've ever seen written into ever, a book. Ever. I like read her and I was like, oh, sus. Sus. Very sus. Ejected. Immediately, immediately Ejected. sus. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, mm. Celine. Okay, so Celine's evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Immediately upon meeting her. She's the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in her life. Okay, she's evil. <laughs> no, like, that wasn't it. It was the fact that Rand sees her over the hill. And then yeah. three seconds later, she screams. Yeah. And then Rand and her, Rand, they go over, and she's like, "You have to shoot it in the eye." <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she's just exactly immediately is like, she... "Here's the thing that you have to do." Rand goes to his void and right in the eye because uh-huh. apparently the void makes Rand a superhero. Well, he was already a good archer. Okay, but the the void turns Rand into Legolas. He's literally like. 
Pew, eyeball. Pew, eyeball. Pew, eyeball. Do you know how hard it is to hit an eyeball? An eye, an you eyeball. Know, you with don't know an arrow. how big those eyeballs are. Those toads might have really big eyes. It could toad? be like a, bis- a baseball. Are there like a mix between like a toad and like a? But they're like furry. I thought they had like weird leathery skin. I don't remember. Um, let me let me see if I can. Find. It doesn't really matter. But I just imagine they were like big eyes because there's like a big monster. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Or if a bear had a frog's gray-green hide. Yeah. So this is like oh, a frog okay, okay, okay. as big as a bear. I read that backwards. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just figured that it had big eyes. Um, And so Celine is like, dope. Um, My hero. And then Brand is like, oh my god, you're hot. He's like, ah, boner alert. Like, he literally Uh-oh. like cannot. Boner alert. Um, Celine is... So Celine... <laughs> Susleen, 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 That's what Egwene sings. Please don't sings. take my man away from me. Egwene is just singing some Dolly. Oh my god! <laughs> but she's... I need it. I need the actress who plays Egwene to put. I'm gonna pay for a cameo from her of her singing Jolene, but it's Celine instead. No, Celine. Celine, Celine, Celine. No, I need that. I need that. 100%. 100%. Um. And then and then all the other women who are into Rand show up and they're singing back up. And you it's like Elaine, Elaine Elsa, Min. All of them are in the background with like their own guitars, like doing harmonies. Someone's got the triangle. Oh my God. That's Elsa. Elsa's got the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets the thing at no, she doesn't. She doesn't get to dig it. She just like she's she just, like wait. She's, she's reading the, the music like waiting. She's like flipping pages. Like when do I play this fucking thing? Why'd they give this to me? She's like, oh, I'm not in it. Cool, cool, cool. She's like, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, I need this. I love Joel. I love Dolly Parton so much. I really hope. Oh my I, god, that's I, so funny. Because there's a there is like an app called like cameo or something right where you can hire celebrities to like make like a birthday yeah, like, thing. yeah so we could what literally, i just said oh i'm just saying i hope that she joins it because oh if, yeah, she, yeah. if she does if she does we're commissioning this if not i'm gonna buy a wig that looks like her and i'm gonna deep fake her face onto my face I'll and i'm gonna perform braid your hair well no um, she's out of she's out of emmons field now so she's just letting it fly free. oh that's true that's true no she's braids mm-hmm. no braids yeah Oh, wow. I didn't know I needed that until this moment. Oh, my God. Moment. That was so funny. That was amazing. So sleen. <clears throat> so sleen. Um, so I had, a few, I had a few questions here that I wanted to ask you. Um, is Celine Lanfear? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because mm-hmm. is it the very next chapter, I think, when Moraine is with the two Aja who, like, left the White Tower? Mm-hmm. And she literally asks them about Lanfear, and you're like... We think that Celine, Celine is definitely a Lanfear, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I had, I had. If if you said no, I was going to ask you a different question. Okay, because, what if I? Okay, <clears throat> no, I don't. So she's from Kerhayan. She says she's a Kerhayan noble. Uh-huh. Who do we know that has magic powers? Is a hot lady and is from Kerhayan. Uh, I don't know. Moiraine, um, Moiraine Sedai. Oh, whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa. I was thinking like this is like a shadow world, a reflection. Is Celine evil Moiraine? 
I don't know. She's how like, short is she? You, you know how like um She's too she's too tall. But like I'm thinking like maybe Robert Jordan was a big Maybe Robert Jordan was a Yin big Yang. Star Trek fan. And he liked the mirror universe. And maybe you know, we would know that Celine was evil if she had a goatee, but she's a woman, so she doesn't have a goatee, right? Right, of course, yeah. of course. That would make it so <clears throat> much easier. It would make it very, um... <clears throat> Maureen variant. <laughs> um, she's a Maureen... Yeah, she's a variant Maureen. Uh, here's my other question. Uh, I do love that, but no, I don't think that that's the case. We see her using a power over Rand, right? It's more than just her, like, natural beauty. There is a... There is something that she's doing to, like, make Rand have, um, boners... Throughout this whole thing. Um, do you think that it is uh, using the one power? Or do you yeah. think that it's like a natural gift like sniffing is for Hiran or the wolf brother is for Perrin? Like, does she like... The dark one blessed her. No, but like enchanting men. Do you think that it's like... oh, Or is she not human? And she's like a, a, a siren or something like that. I'm, sh- I'm sure she probably started off as human, right? But the, but the force... Forsaken. I keep getting Forsaken and Forsworn from Aragon confused, and I keep confusing myself. Oh, Carheen. Okay. Wait, Kyrian. Why every? You are all saying different things. (laughs) You are all saying different pronunciations for that word. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <clears throat> so, so, but like, because her enchanting doesn't seem to be weaving. A, a, no, a I think pat, like it, it feels like she. It's something that's inherent to her. I think that she has been changed by the dark one in a way, not obviously the same, but in a way similar to maybe how Fane was changed by the dark one. Like literally, like given other powers and abilities and things like that mm-hmm. that are just now inherent and like part of cuz she's been evil for a millennia, right? It's he he keeps switching when she touches him though. So it feels like it is a intentional it it, it is a power. It doesn't just feel like he's just falling for her looks. Yeah. There there is something deeper to it cuz it's mm-hmm. he's like no 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 and she's like but and as soon as the butt ha- as soon as the touch happens, he's like, "Oh, okay." And so I feel like there's something in him her touching him. But he, but here's, I don't know about that because she also gets so mad when he is like really stubborn and he is able to say no to her. But every single time, but then he, Robert Jordan makes such a, a, a effort to point out that she touches him and he changes. It's like four or five times that she does the exact same thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. like, I, and this is why I think it might not be the one power because sometimes it's not enough, right? Sometimes it's not a big enough um, sway to get him to do it. Right. So that's why I'm thinking, like, is this, like, a, 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 a just, just like, like the Wolf Brother thing? Is this, like, this undercurrent thing that she has that, like, Here's... doesn't always work? It's not a, it's not foolproof. Yeah. But, you know, it's like Poison Ivy's um, lipstick. Like, it works the majority of the time, but some people can overcome it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Here's the thing. I, if she is channeling, though, we have no way to know. Like, she very well might. Oh, I'm just know. asking what you think it is. I don't, I don't know. I think it could be channeling because, obviously, not, none of Rand or Loyala Huron would be able to know if she was channeling or True. not. True, yeah, yeah. But also, I think that she's probably just been evil for so long that she has, like, gifts from the Dark One to enhance, like, manipulation mm-hmm. and things like that. This is one of those moments where I don't know how they translate this for the show. Because <laughs> now that Rand fucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now that Rand lays pipe. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. He's not a virgin farm boy in the show. 
And so when he meets Celine, she's not going to, like, show her thighs. And Rand's going to be like, oh, my God, I've never seen those before. Yeah, literally. Because he, he literally talks about it. He's like, he hadn't seen, like, a lady's, like, calves unless they were, like, young children who, like, tied them up to go play in the river. Right. And he says they stopped doing that long before they can braid their hair. So they're not even, like, w- women. They're, yeah. like... So, yeah, it it, it, it is a... It's going to be really tough for the show because Rand, in that sense, um, has a completely different maturity level. And, Mm -hmm. you know, him being, like, very, like, chaste and old-fashioned in the book allows him to be more easily manipulated by Celine because he has no idea what's going on. Right? Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it's just the, they've written sh- they've written show Rand to be so different from book Rand. Yeah, and he literally thinks about marrying her. <laughs> it's not even like, dang, I'd like tap that. It's like, Out oh yes, floor. a wife. So you've been sore. <laughs> tap that. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's smack that. I know, but you said tap that. I just wanted to, you know, I was, I was leaning into it. Um, uh, okay, I I agree with you. I agree with you 100. I just think it's it's it, it is one of those weird things where it's like. By making Rand more sexually capable and sexually like aware, yeah, you are taking uh, you're making something like this where he's manipulated by her looks a lot harder to buy in the show. Yeah, because we know that he's seen because, a woman naked. Yeah, yeah, he's literally slept with Egwene, and I mean, probably just Egwene, but like we don't know. The big question, though, mm-hmm. the most important question. Most important question. Who would you cast as uh, if you were to cast Celine? As a pale, dark-haired, most beautiful woman in the world. Because I have the right answer. I know who the right answer is, but who so would you I. cast? All right. Our, the Battle of the Right Answers. Who, who are you casting right as Celine? Um, and it can't be yourself. I know that you're very hot, but it has to be Celine. Oh, hey. No, I'm, I'm good. Um, um, uh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Interesting. Olivia Wilde. 100%. Yeah. Huh. That's yeah. not who I expected. She's got that sneaky undertone of, like, evil, but she's, mm-hmm. like, so hot, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the wrong answer. No, it's not. Um, It's a right answer, but it's the wrong answer. <laughs> the correct answer is Alexandra Daddario. She's got the pale skin for it that, like... she Alexandra Daddario looks like the, the, the drawing of Celine on the cover of the book. <clears throat> Olivia Munn's also green, great. Young Angelina Jolie. Yeah, we're going to de-age Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Honestly, Angelina Jolie right now. Did you guys see Eternals? God damn. Okay, okay. Kate right. Beckinsale would have been great. We went yeah, with yeah. two very different hot people. I mean, there's so many hot people. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But like, right? Like, they're, they, they, they have like, they, they have both have very different vibes. I think yeah. that that's super interesting. She's younger though. She would be closer to Rain's age. Yes, um, that is true. Olivia Wilde is... I guess, yeah, I'm thinking of her, like, in House. And House was, like, ten years ago. So my final question for this chapter is, did Baalzaman burn Rand to give Celine something to heal? To ingratiate her with him? Are, are Baalzaman and Celine working together? I don't think so. I honestly, I feel like Celine is trapped. Um, the, the chapter ends with them being chased. Chase scene happens. Big old chase. Uh, and it's a chase scene, so the Wheel of Time show will not do it because they like to cut those. Um, they're chased by the Grolms. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm still salty about the blade. Um, uh, so uh, Rand goes into his void. 
because there's five Groms coming at him. And they're like, we got to run. And Rand's like, nah, I got this. And yeah. he throws arrows. He throws four arrows in the ground, takes one arrow. He's got like 20 arrows, but he's like, I need five. And he goes into yeah. his void and he goes all like, namaste. And he goes, ping, 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 ping. Five eye shots. Rand is god tier archer at this point. Oh, yeah. He has become Legolas. Do you 100%. think that he's channeling while he's in the void? Do you think that, do you think that he's not, he, he's, do you think his aim is so good because he's channeling and he just doesn't know it? No, because I feel, I feel like Robert Jordan has done a good job. He likes to be very descriptive about the void. I think he's done a good job of talking about the like channeling part of it, right? Mm-hmm. That is like this overwhelming light and like it's, it's a thing that like Rand almost can't like help himself from doing at certain points. Okay. So no, I don't think he's channeling. But yeah, he definitely <clears> becomes <throat> like in the scene like god tier warrior with the sword. He's like now this pose with the sword and this pose with the sword. Oh yeah, Rand is Rand is goes full on like I he am is Legolas. land now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is Legolas. Yeah, Rand is Legolas. Here's the thing. I I think that Rand has always been a good archer. I think that he's always like uh, that. To me, is like is very believable because mm-hmm. I just uh, he's a he's a hunter. He was a sheep herder. He's been on the run for a long time. Like I think. I think he's just he's he's good with the bow and arrow. Um, so he kills those five, and then but there's too many. There's too many. He can't kill them all. So they they get chased to the stone, and for some reason they seem to be chased directly to the stone because the Groms are coming on all sides except for that one. And that's what Celine wants. That's not suspicious at all. No, no not um, suspicious. Celine knows that Rand can channel. That's suspicious. How yep. does she know that he can do that? Because she's Lanfear. She also keeps being like, the more you're in the oneness, the more, the better you'll be off. And she's like, think about the glory of the Horn of Valir. You like, can't, <laughs> you cannot write a more suspicious character than Celine. No, no, no. Like, you literally would have to, like. She's also like, oh, I said die. Oh, oh, How dare you? Oh, How like, dare you call me an I said die? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <clears> God. I, no, I just. Great. Yeah, you like you would in, you could literally hang a sign over her that says "Don't trust this woman," and it would not change how suspicious she is. It would be less suspicious. <laughs> it would be less suspicious. I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, well, if you're gonna tell me that, then yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent." It's like how I feel about Leandrin, where Leandrin feels like she's written so far to make us suspicious of her, and I just know that because she's so suspicious, yeah, 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 that she's yeah, not yeah. going to be. <clears throat> yeah, hundred percent. All right. Uh, so Rand uses uh, Rand uses the one power. Yep. Uh, he taps in, he gets this druggy feeling that sounds awful, but also amazing, which is kind of like most drugs. Like, they're awful, but they're amazing. All it right. is true. Like, the come when you, like, oh, my God, the day after you do ecstasy, it's not great. Um, right. And Nerdy says, curious, why do you think Jordan did that? Made Celine so obviously uh, suspicious? Oh, I mean, it's obvious, right? Like, the he wants the audience to know that... Rand is being manipulated. Well, I think so. Like, and he makes it very clear as well because Egwene is having these like nightmares about him falling into a trap. And that there's a woman. (gasps) No, Celine is not trapped in that world. Why? Because Egwene's dream Mm -hmm. is that she sees a woman standing over Rand and then he disappears. Egwene literally sees Celine use the one power on the portal stones to get them through to the shadow realm. That's what her dream is, is him getting transported. And then the next chapter, oh, he wakes up there. Egwene literally sees it happen. Selene is not trapped at all. She's manipulating all of this. She's fully in control. I don't know. 
I don't think so. I think that Babe, she has. It is like, literally what Egwene, Egwene is a dreamer. She sees it happen, yes. and then it happens. Yes, there is nothing know, more obvious than but, that. But we know that the dream world is different from like the normal world, which is why Celine is like, like why is which is why Uno I think no no, no but this seen, isn't the dream world. I don't think that dreamers Ren, and the dream world are the same thing. I think that dreamers are. I think that dreamers are foretellers in their dreams, but the dream world is a separate thing. Because I, I don't think Egwene so was there. Right? I don't think Egwene was there when it happened in the dream world. I think yeah. that Egwene was seeing the real world in her dreams. I think... Uh, I think that you're putting way too much faith in, uh, in, in Celine being trapped there. I do not think she was at all. I think Celine mm-hmm. was fully in control the entire time. I think she was trapped there, but I think that she has moments and some semblance of control in the main world, which is why she is seen a few times. And I, so I think that she was able to manipulate him getting there, but... It just feels like she was following them, and then she took Rand where she needed him to go, and then he went there. Like, it just, it feels, it feels too convenient for, to her, for her to have been in all these places and in Egwene's dream and then be trapped. Oh, I definitely think Celine 100% got Rand there. I don't think Rand fell asleep and channeled in the middle of the night to get them. Like, right. that, that seems wild to me. I do think that Celine, like, is the one who orchestrated that, but I, I think that she is, like, I think that she is trapped, it's, like, somehow, or is, like, in between worlds. Mm-hmm. And is trying to, like, come into, like, the main timeline. Well, speaking of Egwene, yeah. we're back with her. We're back uh, on the ship. A ship captain is mentioned, but it is not our ship captain. It's not our ship captain. It is not the captain of the ship that is my heart. Vale <laughs> um, Typhon, thank you for that, that super is, chat. Thank you. Tam Althor taught Rand the flame and void technique, and he and Matt's father is a better archer. Archery is a two rivers thing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Rand is a good archer. He's, he's yeah, but he's... like five for five. When when your life is on the line, the and you best put archers, food on the, table? the best archers in the world at the Olympics struggle to hit five for five when the uh, aren't when the targets aren't moving. Yeah, but that's at like how many paces? I, I'm talking about the best archers in the world uh-huh. with like fancy ass equipment. Rand has a bow that he's been carrying on his back for like six months. It's not that hard to hit a target though. Like I, no. I... We are making a video of you backing up that statement. I, look, okay, I have done archery three times in my life. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> Three times. I have done archery three times. Three times I know exactly how hard no. it is to kill an animal and, while and it's charging I, at I you. I at least hit the target most of the time. Like, I don't hit the bullseye, but I get the arrow on the target. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying that, like, they're, like... Like, Rand has been doing this his whole life. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to kill five things in a row with with eye shots. Um, Whatever. They, the eyes might be this big. That's if true. It's we don't know bear, how big the eyes are. Because toads, toads how have huge eyes. How big do bears... Uh, how... It's not a bear eye, though. It's a toad. So think of how big a toad's eyes are. No, no. It has a toad-like are. hide. But... It's basically a toad as big as a bear. All right. All so right. So the eyes might right. be, like, this big. Um, I'm just saying. So I, I called this one the bottle episode. The bottle Yeah. Episode. Bottle episodes are when everything takes place in one place. And this is a, a conversation in a room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this I love is that. A, a fun episode. I love that uh, starting off here, Nynaeve is seasick. 
Uh, yeah. And I love that yeah. Nynaeve is seasick because the, this 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 chapter ends up being about her and the Amelin seat having this face-off. Mm-hmm. And I love that it starts with Nynaeve being unable to really compete with the Amelin seat in her territory, right? Like, being mm-hmm. on a ship is the Amelin seat's territory. She's She was, grew up in a fishing village. She's yeah. so comfortable here. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve is so uncomfortable here. Yeah. And so they they start off, they're opposites in the way that they view the Aes Sedai. They're opposites in a lot of ways, right? In, in terms of their desires. But they're also opposites in terms of their reaction to the environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really smart way for Robert Jordan to put Nynaeve uh, at this state of unease going into this interaction yeah before it even starts right uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, um adam thank <clears> you so much for that super chat adam thank you for that, that super chat um and i really enjoyed it. I, I i like this a lot um this episode this episode this chapter is really fun uh because it betrays just how bad um the Aes Sedai are at training people uh, and entice people to be Aes Sedai. they're like we yeah. have nobody wants to be members of us we all we do is torture you but, like, God, we can't seem to get people to stick around. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe don't torture people. Maybe. maybe. if you don't, like, attack people to get them to use the power, you wouldn't have such a hard time recruiting. <laughs> they're like, our biggest problem is we can't find enough women to get through our program. And then they're like, what's your program? Oh, you know, we, like, torture you and shove shit down your throat and whip you. And, like, I'm like, yeah, no shit. Of course people are like, nah, I'm good, honestly. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, this isn't even the worst of it. Once you're a member of us, we treat you even worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would be out the door, too. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm, you like, know what? Yeah, maybe not. Thanks. Maybe but this not. sounds miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're, then they're sitting around being like, well, wait, what? there's so few of us. What happened? Why? It's like, well, I can kind of, I can tell you. Well, and all of the Aes Sedai, exactly all of the Aes Sedai have to be these, like, incredibly cold standoffish people who don't trust each other mm-hmm. because they were can i help you no no i'm just uh was looking for something in chat that's all oh okay no, no, <laughs> just, you're, just, you're just on your phone no I'm, I'm i didn't realize you were on the youtube video i i keep it up here in case we miss things that's all you I'm have just, it right here yeah but it's not this one i can like scroll back on all anyways right. Anyways, yeah, being a nice guy sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, or and then one. they complain about the fact that people don't want to be one. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, and then they don't trust each other because they tortured each other to get there. Of course they don't trust each other. This group, I'm amazed they've lasted this long. I mean, they're barely holding it together. They're barely holding it together. Yeah. Everything about being a nice guy sounds terrible. Everybody hates you. You don't like each other. You can't trust anybody. Uh-huh. The only bonus is that you get a man... That you have complete control of, because we're gonna get into that yeah, whole conversation about weird. land later. But like, uh-huh. the, it's a miserable organization. Uh, v Drake yep. says the Isidai are basically Jedi. No, the Jedi meditate and they hang out and they're super chill. They don't like stab each other with lightsabers. Growing up in the Jedi Temple, you get great food, you get treated really well, you have to meditate a lot. Oh no, you have to do your stretches and your forms. But no one is shoving black goo down your throat so that you get so angry that you try and attack them. Mm -hmm. That's nuts! But like, you get dental, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah. Dental is nice. Anyway, I just, yeah. It's, it. yeah, it definitely does seem like becoming an Aes Sedai is... A nightmare. But, but I think that, like, that really forces people who are, don't have, like, the greater good in mind to leave. To not continue on with it, right? Like, you have to want to, to make the world a better place. That's not true. 
or you know murder men that's but, but that's a problem that's not true you have to want power yeah if you want to make the world a better place you're not going to put up with torture to do it but if you want power you will you have created a pipeline where the people that you are pushing through to the top are the people who will do anything for power yeah. Which is inherently going to lead to corruption yeah. and deceit and black aja. Like the now that I know how the the I said I train each other, yeah. the fact that they're black aja is the most like, sensible oh, yeah. thing in the world. Makes sense. Because your pipeline is torture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is 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 abuse, right? Yeah. Like it's such a flawed way of doing it. Well, and, literally like Moraine is like I went through a time where I couldn't channel, and you know what? My teacher came into the room and attacked me in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm like, okay, wow. Well, and let's look at The Last Jedi, right? Like, um, what? Stephen, thank you for the super chat. Remember that Nynaeve can only channel when she's angry. That's why the Amelin was doing those things to make her mad. That is not an excuse. <laughs> yeah. That I, is... Okay, so so let, let's look at The Last Jedi, yeah. right? Why does Kylo Ren become Kylo Ren? Why does Ben Solo go evil? It's because Luke Skywalker comes into his room in the middle of the night and ignites his lightsaber, right? Yeah. When you threaten people, when you abuse them, when you beat them down like that, they do not trust you, and then they go bad. Mm-hmm. They become selfish. They become protective. They become defensive. They have walls up all the time, so you can't trust one another. Uh-huh. The problem the is that already has those walls. Sure, sure, sure. But, but but torturing her is not going to break them down and make her more amiable to believe that you're good people. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, you want to be one of us? All right, here's pain. It's insanity. That's yeah. not how you build a strong order. And of course the Aes Sedai are failing. Their, oh, yeah, their, yeah, their yeah, methods yeah. make no sense. Yeah. Do you think that like before the breaking of the world that they had completely different methods? A thousand percent. Because I actually yeah. know what they were doing. Yeah. I said I keep being like, we use this thing. This we don't thing know how it works. We, found, we don't know what it does, but we use it for indoctrinating you. So uh, go face your worst fears. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if we get to find out more about the Aes Sedai before the breaking because i would be so curious yeah me too I'd be so, me too so curious. um uh shivang mather says i said i really have a classic perpetuating cycle of bullying it that is 100 percent true and what i was so they work for them so they do it to others because they think that it's the way to do things well and what i was so struck by was reading this i said i stuff at the same time that all of these um things are being unearthed about the russian figure skating program and like the bullying and the and, and the way that they train their figure skaters mm-hmm. and those figure skaters burn out and become bitter angry adults. Yep. And it's no wonder that the Aes Sedai has the same problems that the Russian figure skating program has because they use the same methods. I mean, it's not just the Russian. What's the what was the Oh, there was a movie T- Tanya T- Tanya I Tanya? Yeah, that one. I mean, she wasn't Russian. She and she went through some sh- like Oh, sure, 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 but I'm talking about like that I that that's a whole that is very different from this. That was not a structural issue. That was I that was Tanya's family. That wasn't like I'm talking about the the structure of the Russian figure skating program as a whole from the coaches down. Right is 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 very it's the, similar like, to we this. We will br- like either you will break or you will be the best, and then you will break after anyways. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, v Drake says, uh, thank you for that super chat. The Aes Sedai are a military organization. This is boot camp for fighting the Dark One. Think of Swan as acting like a real mean drill sergeant. I don't agree with that. I also don't agree with what the army does to people, so. Sure, but the army, that's not what the, but the army's, the army, 
It's tough. <laughs> what if the last battle it's requires tough. figure skating? What? Uh, what if the last battle requires figure skating? Then we're doomed. Yeah. They, could you imagine Matt Cawthorn on figure skates? A thousand Absolutely percent. Not. Yeah, Barney Harris in tights. <laughs> Barney Harrison type. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, I just I think I think that like I, I, I don't know. I think that the 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 methods of the Aes are very flawed. They're flawed. Yes. And and I, I and and when I'm like, oh yeah, of course there's black Aja. Look at how you treat each other. Yes. There's no trust here. There's no faith in this. Well and And they don't even believe in the same and here's the problem, right? The Aes yeah. fundamentally They're so fractured within themselves. They fundamentally don't believe in the same reality. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like, li- like the Reds believe the, the reasons for the breaking are different than yeah. everyone else. Like, that's insane. And so because the Aes Sedai can't even well, get to on the same page in terms of the reality they're living in. Not that insane, I guess. Look at what we're... <laughs> I have a feeling, honestly, I have a feeling, I have a feeling that within a few books from now, the Aes Sedai will not be one organization anymore. Yeah. And I feel like there are going to be the Aes Sedai that are, like, around Nynaeve, Egwene, and Rand, mm-hmm. which is going to be one team. Yeah. And then there's going to be the separate Aes Sedai. And it's going to be just like when the men and the women didn't go fight the Dark One together. And, like, they're going to have to work to get the good Aes Sedai that aren't on their team onto their team for the final battle because there's going to be... The, the factions of the Aes Sedai are going to fall apart in this series. Yeah. There, there's too many... There's too many unstable pillars underneath this white tower for it to last through 14 books yeah yeah i no i agree that like they're they're a mess they are a hot mess mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and especially the like the crazy like differences in beliefs within the the organization and 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 that like that just creates that just like sows like oh it it, it it's like no wonder the blues and the reds hate one another when they're like fighting over like each other to for a seat of power so that mm-hmm. they can push their own, like, factions' beliefs. Their own their own ideas about reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, those old gear. Mm, screw those guys because they, like, helped these men who were going mad. You know, like... Yeah. yeah. Um. So we get it's to... Um, we get to the confrontation between uh, Nin and Nynaeve. I keep saying Nin. Um, and the Amulet Seat, she comes in, she's like, I'm going to be your teacher today. And I was like, what? I know, I was like, Swan. I was so excited. I love the actress who plays Swan in the show so much. Oh, and I, I, I want this scene. Uh-huh. I Although really... I don't know that you could, Nynaeve doesn't, Nynaeve isn't as angry at the Aes Sedai in the show as she is on the books. That's true. Yeah. That's true. She does feel like a very different character. Um, Rand, uh, Rand thank, thank you, you for the super chat. Makes me wonder how different the tower was when it formed. Would the structure have been necessary back then? That's what I want to yeah. know. I I really am super curious about... The sequin Aja. The sequin... Ice skating oh special. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a member of the glitter Aja. Um, oh my god. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, I would just, I would love to know how they did it back then, and like what changed and why, and is it just because their understanding of their own history is so fractured and like cobbled together from pieces? <laughs> I like, skating Sedai. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Sorry. No, no, you're right. You're right. I, I, I find it so fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because the White Tower didn't exist, right? Like the Ogier built it after the breaking of the world. Was it after the breaking? Yeah, all of the all of the Ogier cities were built after the breaking of the world. They started to build oh. it during the Longing. So the I said I had a completely different building in the Age of Legends, right? The Ogier built Tarvalon after because they built it 
uh, they built it in the shadow of, of the Dragon mountain. Mount. Yeah, the mountain. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just very cool. Uh, CJ, thank you so much for the <clears throat> super chat. With the Aes Sedai training, remember Arjo was in the army in Vietnam. I bet drill instructors were a bit of a bully. Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, 100%. But yeah. the thing that the American military has always done, questionably, but well, is the the sense of brotherhood, right? And, like, the thing I, from all the veterans that I know, um, I'm not personally one, but um, all the veterans I know have always talked about how they do such a good job of, like, putting you into a class of, like, these are your brothers, and you, there is the drill sergeant, but there's 20 people around you with your drill sergeant who, you, you know, there is that push and pull against who, the drill like, sergeant, but you get your brothers, and yeah. I feel like the Aes Sedai haven't done that yet. Maybe we'll get that in with the other accepted. Maybe that's, like, only, like, maybe that's, like, within your color. But even then, I don't know. They but you don't, don't get your color. But you don't get your color until after you're accepted. Yeah. That's too late, right? Yeah, 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 at that point. It's um, tough. We need to keep going, though. This We're at an hour and 23 minutes, and we have so many chapters left. Oopsie. Guys, I um, love talking about The Wheel of Time so much. This is, like, one of my favorite book series ever, and we're only a book and a half into it. I know. Um, Robert Jordan <laughs> just writes so well. He writes so yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so good. So, Nynaeve and Aes Sedai uh, and the Emerlin Seat um, uh, attack each other. Like, literally attack each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, straight up <laughs> attack each other. Egwene is like... Oh, God. Like, um, <laughs> Perry Wolf, thank you so much for that super, super duper chat. I think chat. because Robert Jordan was in the army, he integrated into Aes Sedai society. He makes it clear that they want novices uh, to want this more than anything, even overcome the hardships to ensure they're tied to the tower. Yeah, I think that that's true. I think that the the, the piece that's missing is the, like, sisterhood with someone else. Like, yeah, they g- do give them call... a reason to be part of a team. They do call each other sisters. Yeah. It really does not feel like anyone likes anyone else except for Moraine and Swan. And Moraine and Elena. Moraine and Elena have a really nice friendship. Yeah, yeah. But I honestly got in the show, more of that I... in the show than I did in the book. No, I got it in the book too. The one where Leandrin walks away and Moraine and Elena are like, mm, I was like, that's a friendship right there. They know each other. They, they, they trust each other. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It and just... Moraine and Varen trust each other, right? Well, yeah, but they were ready to straight up murder Varen. Yeah. They pulled on the one power so quick. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. but then they, they, you know, they eased up when Varen, like, told them how she felt. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, <laughs> poor Egwene is frozen there. Just, like, she's been, like, shut, shut down by, uh. Yeah, literally, like, in a hold. Like, just, and, and my favorite part is that Swan forgets about her music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> um, excuse me. Please, ma'am. Can <laughs> yeah. I, can I move? After, you know, uh, Nynaeve and Swan have, like, tossed each other well, around Well, and after bit. Swan shields her. This is, so this oh, is the first time yeah. we, this is the first time in this series. So be, we know about shielding now because of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is the first time we've ever really heard about shielding. Yeah, um, it cuts her off from the one power. In this, con- I guess we knew about Loghain being shielded. So maybe that's not true. Uh, but like, fair. this that's... is the first time we've been in a scene with it, right? Because we haven't met Loghain yet. We meet yeah. him for the first time. Um, we meet him like in a close to close scene. Obviously, Rand saw him from afar yeah. in the first book. But um, this is the first time we see someone be shielded in a scene in the book. Yeah. And Nynaeve is like, yeah. And I Emily is like, Do you want me to give you your power back? And she's like, Yes, please. Yay. I will do the lesson. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it also it just makes her more mad. And I think and yeah. I, I do think that that's the biggest problem is that a naive can already only channel when she's angry. Mm-hmm. And so they're just making her more angry and that doesn't help anybody. <clears throat> no, but it, it I, I think that the goal is to like 
I think the goal is to have her channel some, some really big once so that like she like shatters through whatever is blocking her from But she's done that many times. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, like I don't it's know I don't know how you do any of this in the show. I don't know either because, because we've already been to the White Tower. Well, and Nynaeve's relationship with the one power in the show is going to be so different after almost burning out at the end of the finale, right? Yes. Like, I feel like that changes you. Yes. And if it doesn't change Nynaeve, then she's kind of a boring character because big things happen to her and she doesn't adjust because of them. No, 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 yeah. And so I feel like that scene with the five women and Nynaeve and Egwene almost burning out is mm -hmm. going to cause Nynaeve's relationship to training at the White Tower be so different from the books because she already knows the danger of burning out. She's felt it. She's almost burnt out herself. Yeah. Uh, and I... I I, all of this Nynaeve in the White Tower stuff, I feel like is going to be so drastically different because of that scene. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they play that because the actress who plays Nynaeve is really wonderful. Yeah. And whatever they give her, I think she's going to play beautifully. Yeah. But I feel like they're going to have to write all of this in a very different way because Nynaeve has a very different relationship with One Power in the show. Yeah, and maybe maybe we're just at the point, like, because we haven't gotten to it yet, but Nynaeve's trials. Maybe after Nynaeve's trials... She is. She's changed a little bit, and we yeah. just haven't seen it yet. That that is a possibility as well. Yeah. Um, Shadowling, thank you. Thank for you for the super, the super chat. chat. Well, we've seen Logan, and it's after he's been gentled. We yeah, no, no, that's a few chapters from now. Yes. Uh. Yes, but it is in this section. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. We but that that has not yet in this chapter. Yeah, because we didn't see him a, gentled. We, we only saw him being, but we did see him shielded, kind of led into Camelin, right? Rand sees him from afar. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Egwene does run into him. And they, like, him. talk about him. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm very excited to see what the the actress Nynaeve gets to play with in season two, because I, I do like her quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's going to be very different. It's going to be very different. Um, yeah. Uh, so they get to Tarvalon. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their lesson. Uh, Nynaeve really struggles to look at flowers in her brain. Um, she just sees bramble bushes. I'm a thorn bush. <laughs> I'm miserable. Um, and then, uh, uh... <laughs> the, tar the, the ice that I left again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gwen keeps waking up and being like, hey, can I find my rain? Can I find the ambulance seat? And someone's always like, no, nah, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> yeah so uh they're like okay well i guess they don't care about us and they get off the boat and they run into a character who i don't know if i love or hate yet but uh it's gonna be one of the two and they run into shariam sadai the mistress of novices ah uh, i was like who do you not know if you love or hate yet? the deliverer of spankings the mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the mistress of spankings <laughs> the mistress of spankings and she's like all right kids let's go yeah you're mine now. She's like the dark one for the the uh, White Tower. Because she's like, you will be mine. Yeah. You will be in my office. I will spank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I like her yet either. Mm -hmm. She's like, <laughs> she's, like, she's cool, but also like, uh, she's a little uh, okay. spicy. We're about, we're just over halfway through the reading and we're an hour and a half in. So we need to pick up the space yeah, a little uh, bit. Uh -huh. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, chapter uh -huh. 19. Celine convinces Rand to stay in the knife of the dagger or whatever it's called, the dagger of the Kinslayer. The mountains, whatever The dagger is. of the Kinslayer. That's it. Um, to uh, wait because apparently by going through the Shadowland, they've ended up ahead of uh, Padden yeah. And so if they just like chill, Padden will come to them. Yeah, um, they they felt like the like Kieran was smelling the future scent. Yeah. Which is, it was cool. It was cool. Really cool. Um, really cool. I like yeah. I like that they get ahead. Mm -hmm. I also like that uh, Pat and Fane does show up. They yep. camp. Rand and Loyal uh, crawl into camp. They get the dagger, and the great hunt is over, y'all. 
Good the book. Great, the great hunt good is book. Over. This yeah. this was a good book. I'm so glad we got to the end of the great hunt. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next week for uh, book three, uh, the Dragon Reborn. Uh, thanks so much for this. Goodbye. Yeah, we've got the horn, so like we're Gucci and the. Uh, no, you but know, we just had to crawl into somebody's camp, and it's it's all good. It's good. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, they just they just take it. They, they just take it. It was so easy. I uh, know. I mean, look, Rand has to like kill a few drawlegs, but like. Um, Glenn Peterson, thank you for that super chat. Welcome to Robert Jordan's spanking fetish. It only gets worse from here. Wait, really? Hot. Is there a lot of spanking in the Wheel of Time? That's hot. I like it. Well, at least it's like our house. Um, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> you went there. All right, all right. So, um. Uh, I, I wrote a few notes about this. Um, uh, Rand will die when he sees a naked woman. Um, lots of void talk. Because this is where she... Because she, she's in his bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in his bag. And, he, she's, and like, she's like, I wanted like, to brush I, my I dress. I needed a shirt, so I needed to brush my dress. She says, I needed to brush, brush my, my dress. dress. What the... Is this some kind of weird, like, futuristic dry cleaning? Is this, a, is this like, a thing that, like, was a thing in, like, the Middle Ages that we just don't have anymore? Or is it, like, a British term? They're, what they're, the hell is brushing brush, your dress? I don't... I literally, like, don't know. I was hoping you would be able to answer that. You'd be like, you're an idiot, man. This is... Uh, no, I have never heard of, like, brushing your dress. And, and Rand is like, oh, yeah, yeah, you wanted to brush your dress. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... It, Maybe, like, carpet beating? Wait, how does that clean her dress? It gets dust out of it. How dusty could her dress be? I don't know. I Honestly, guys, I am confused. I thought it was a joke. I thought Rand was just like, oh, yeah, sure, I don't understand. <laughs> the, the brushing your dress is not actually a thing, and Celine knows it's not a thing, and Rand was like, oh, yeah, sure, of course. But then he's, uh, but then Egwene... He's like, oh yes, Egwene would be very upset if her dress got a spot. I don't know. I was but so, confused. so, so Selena's like, you can watch me take my clothes off, and Rand's like, no, I won't do that. Nope, nope. And then he sees her thighs, and we get like, we get a long, we get a long paragraph about the many times Rand has seen women's thighs before, um, and not many, yep. not many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, okay, apparently it might be like a lint brush. There's things called lint brushes. Yeah, excess. Yeah, we have lint brushes now. Did they have lint brushes? Like, do they have tape? Why would she have a lint brush? Do you think that she got trapped in the mirror dimension with nothing but a lint brush? <laughs> it's the one thing she brought with her. Uh, Rand is a thigh guy. Rand is a thigh guy. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's yeah. true. Um. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, so yeah, they they get the they get the horn. Celine is being using her her body to convince Rand. Celine is like, "Let me see it." Um, and Rand, uh, in the in the process of this, Rand touches the dagger. Oh yes. He says he touches it quickly to put it in his belt, but he yep. does touch it. Uh-huh. Uh They later move it into the chest with the horn. Also, the chest for the horn is so big that Loyal, that Loyal has, has to, to carry like, it. Put it on a horse. And I didn't catch that at the end of the last book. But no, me neither. I didn't realize it was so large. The the chest in uh in the show is uh is small enough for Pat and Fane to tuck it under his arm, just walk away with it. Yeah, yeah. He just um, jumps out a window holding it. Uh, what do you think the consequences of Rand touching the dagger are gonna be? I, th- I ha- Kevin, thank you for that super chat. Kevin, thank you so much. Velvet dresses were brushed to get the dust and dirt out of them. Interesting. Okay, okay. So huh. there has to be some kind of brush that I've just never. I I don't know. But you I, don't have any maybe. velvet dresses. Have some velour dresses. That's not velvet. That's they're, literally a different thing. They're very similar. 
They feel okay. they feel very similar. Okay. Um. Yeah. The horn of Valir is a tuba. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It's a sousaphone. Look, there is definitely going to be a consequence for Rand touching the dagger. I have zero clue as to what that might yeah. be, unless he gets like bonded to Matt in a closer way. Hot. Hot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I would be interested if the Matt taint, definitely swings. If the taint of the dark one and the taint of the dagger like fought in Rand, and he had like the taint of Shadar Lagoth and the, the taint taints. of the dark one, double taint. Battle of the taints. Um, um and uh, in this sequence, Rand, as they're leaving the camp, uh, that they steal the dagger from, Rand mentions to Loyal that he's going mad. Yes. He says it out loud for the first time to someone else. He's been thinking it, but he says to uh, Loyal, "I think I'm going mad." And Loyal's like, what are you talking about? We have to go. Yeah, yeah, like, Now isn't the time, the time, dude. Yeah, I'm usually gonna... about talking, but this is not the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Celine, uh, they get the chest back. And Rand's like, I don't know how to open it. And Celine's like, got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I know how to open this. Suspicious. She's suspicious. Suspicious. Um, the Shadowling, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Rand is serious case of thinking with his lower brain for these chapters. Yeah, no, he's 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 twenty year old and has a V card in the books. It's true. Yeah, it's he true. has no idea. I cannot relate. What's to going that. on? I can't. Oh. I can't relate to that. Like, yeah, I grew up. I grew up in a. I, I like. I can't relate to being. I grew up in Calgary. Well, no, but like, I it, it, one of the weird things about like the growing up with the internet uh-huh. is that like by the time I was like thirteen, I'd seen so much porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you could you just could well but like, not even like because i could but just because it because it became like a funny thing to do right yeah, like yeah, people I like so. i remember i grew up when the internet first you know i i remember every step of the internet dial up high school oh, yeah and i remember back in the day when you would like send someone uh, an image it would be a joke like you'd send someone an image because images for those of you who are young and don't remember the beginnings of the internet Images used to load from the top down. Yeah, you yeah, would yeah. literally watch an image load. Yeah. And yeah. you would send someone an image where it would be like, oh, it's like a hot naked lady. And then like the bottom of the image would be something awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. her like peeing on somebody. And the joke would be that like someone would watch it load and think that you sent them something hot. And then it's like, oh, no, it's awful. You are. Why would you send this to me? Right. Yeah. Um, and then the good old days. LimeWire came about. And the thing on LimeWire was that you would download movies. And uh-huh. if you downloaded them, you would, it would be like Jurassic Park. You're like, oh, I want to see Jurassic Park. And you would literally download yeah. a movie mm-hmm. and you would open it and it's not Jurassic Park. It's something it's awful. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just, I can't relate to that, like, being 20 years old in, uh, like, college age. Yeah. And being, like, thighs. Yeah, li- literally. It's, it's, it's such a... Yeah, do I remember punch a, cards? I do remember punch cards. It's such a weird thing for us, right? Because we have grown up in our current day and age that that is a lot less relatable for us. Oh, 100%. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm a pervert. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm as far away from Rand as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I also grew up in the dance world where like I was just around naked women all the time. You've seen me yeah. around naked women all the time for like work and stuff, for acting and being backstage and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're you just like, had, okay, you whatever. You helped each other change because, yeah, yeah. like, you, there was a show to do, you know, and it didn't matter. And Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Um, so we get a little bit of Pat and Fane's point of view at the end of this uh, chapter. Right, because he gets mad. He, he knows when the dagger has been taken. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, like, a few seconds after they, like, get away with it, he wakes up, alerts everybody in the camp, and so Rand has to, you know, use his sword a little bit. So we get the POV but... at the end of Pat and Fane, and I think that there's a couple things I want to talk about here. Yeah, um, yeah. And Pat and Fane says, um, 
that of the Dark One's gift remained, right? When he's talking about his ability to feel Rand. Yes. And it seems like he's lost some of his Dark One's gifts. I think he's been able to, like, gain a semblance of control over aspects of it. I, I, well, and I think that it's the taint of Shadar Lagoth has overcome the taint of the Dark One in Pen Fane. Right? right, yeah. And that's what this means to me. But my question to you is, if the if Paddenfane is no longer fully in the Dark One's camp, mm-hmm. who's he taking the horn to? Do you think he's... Because it felt like he was stealing the horn for the Dark One before. But now that it seems like Paddenfane is no longer fully on the team of the Dark One, it seems like the taint of Shadar Lagoth has really yeah. changed him. Where is he taking the horn? Like, what? I what is... Padden Fane's goal here. Uh, maybe he's gonna like take it to like a castle and like set up shop and like mm-hmm. create his own army. Like he's gonna become Saruman. It's a taint off. <laughs> Padden Fane as Saruman. Okay, that's dope. I'm I mean, super that's, into that. That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. Especially considering the actor they have playing Padden Fane in the show. Yeah. Like I would love to see him get to have like his Saruman moment. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what he feels like to me personally. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think he's taking it to the Dark One. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I, that would seem very strange. Mm-hmm. So the next chapter, uh, we're still with Rand and company as they are headed towards Car I'm never going to pronounce this right. Um, because, uh, Rand is like, we should go take this to Ingtar, and Selina's like, no, we should not go that way, because that would be very bad. They're gonna be after us, we need to keep running. And I think she's right here. I think that, like, trying to double back to Ingtar versus heading in the opposite direction of Pat and Fane is, is the wrong call. Well, and, like, we know that Pat and Fane it can literally find Rand no matter what. And Rand so... seems to know that. Rand says, um, oh, okay. Pat and Fane seems to be able to find me. AP, uh, thank you for that super chat. Fane sigil should be scissors, dueling taints. I love it. Oh, wow. Uh, this show is rated M for mature. No, I, I, here's the thing. I think Celine knows that they will get caught if they go back that way. And... Yeah, and I think she's right. I don't... Uh, this is one right, of those yeah. times where, like, I don't think she's manipulating Rand in the wrong way. Well... But it also... I, it also is it also is more evidence to me that um, Celine and Pat and Fane aren't on the same team. Exactly. And I'm 100% sure that Celine is for the Dark One. Yes. So who's yes, Pat yes, and Fane yes. for? Yes, he is for himself. Um, Definitely. Uh, uh, Celine... I, I wrote, uh, Celine is selling Rand hard on Destiny. Yeah. Um, and she says something here I want to talk about. Because there's a concept here that she brings up that I really love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says that uh, you can either choose to embrace destiny and be in control, uh-huh. or you can have destiny forced upon you and be controlled. Yeah. And I love this idea because I actually really agree with it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there is an element of fighting against destiny that allows other people to be in the driving seat of your life. Whereas if you choose mm-hmm. to lean into it, if you are destined for something, and you lean into it, you are able to control the way you go through that more than if you try and lean away from it yeah. and allow other people to decide what happens with it. And I think that Celine, while manipulating Rand in a way that I think is for evil, yeah, I, I think that she is teaching him a lesson that is going to benefit him in the future. In that if you're going to be the Dragon Reborn, be the Dragon Reborn, lean into it, take charge of your life... Or else the White Tower, the Dark One, all these people are going to be able to manipulate you more because you're fighting against it and you're leaning away from it. 
and other mm-hmm. people are going to control the narrative. It really is more about the narrative of it than it is the actual, like, events of it. That's, you can never really fully control. Yeah, well, yeah, especially because the wheel weaves as the wheel wheels. <laughs> right, but, like, if you want to control yeah. the narrative, and I think that this is true in real life, if you want to control the narrative of something, you have to get out ahead of it. Otherwise, everybody else gets to decide what is believed. It's interesting, because, like, when I read that, I kind of dismissed it. I was like, no, because it doesn't matter if you end up in the same place either way. But, like, but, but you're kind of right. And it, that's the thing, is the outcome itself may not be different. But how you get there, a lot of the times, is, like, just as important. And you what know? your mindset is when you show up. Yeah. And this is the thing about life, y'all. If I can impart one bit of wisdom onto everyone, because I've <laughs> I have messed this up numerous times in my life. Choose your mindset going into a situation. Because if you just show up and hope you figure it out and you just, you don't have a good mindset going in, you're not going to have a good experience. And I have been that guy. I have messed up relationships. I've messed up work opportunities because I did not have the right mindset going in. Mm -hmm. And the the most valuable thing you can do is be in charge of that. Be in charge of yourself. Mm -hmm. Be fully in charge of yourself. Yeah. And um, I think that that's a little bit of what Celine's trying to impart on Rand here. And he's fighting against it because he doesn't want to be in charge of himself, but... Well, no, he just, he, Rand is so focused on fighting against anything that he thinks someone might be putting onto him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I will not be used. And, and, and the funniest part is that he is actually giving up more control and like onus by, by doing the opposite of what everyone wants him to do. 100%. And it does. It makes him more easily manipulated. Yeah, 100%. Um, and we're definitely seeing that as a trend. Like, we see it very clearly with Nynaeve. Yeah, right? yeah. Very clearly. But also, I She's think with Rand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you brought that up because that one I honestly kind of dismissed and was like, eh. But what you, how you explain it makes a lot of sense. And I think that that's, uh, that, like, like, control, I think, and free will is going to be a big theme Throughout these books. Dakuna mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. Armad says, I feels like Celine is pushing the wrong kind of power on Duran, though. I agree with that. I'm not, I, like yeah. I say, Celine is doing it for the wrong reasons, but the lessons that you can pull from what she's saying are still there, whether she's right, or rather her end goal is right or not. Yeah. There is a lesson in how you show up to a situation mm-hmm. that I think she's correct about. Even though I think she wants him to use it for the wrong reason. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still susline, but, like, you know, she's smart. She knows things. Uh, So uh, they come upon a statue um, that's poking out of the ground that reminded me of the end of Eternals. (laughs) The hand coming out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's holding an orb. And Rand goes full, like, prophecy. Can you go to page 310? Yes, I can. Wow. Um, So you're right there. So Rand gets caught up in the glow of this orb and he says this like prophesied thing while he is touched by Sidin. I got it. Nope, it's 310. He says, till shade is gone, till water is gone, into the shadow with teeth bared to spit in Sightblinder's eye on the last day. Mm -hmm. Sightblinder, we know, is the dark one. No, but not just the dark one. Sightblinder is specifically what the Aiel called the Dark One. Right. So Rand is using Aiel language here Without in his prophecy. Meaning to, yeah. 
Rand is definitely Aiel. Oh, right? I mean, yeah. And I have a feeling Rand is like the son of the former princess of the Aiel. It's going to be like, Rand is going to be like Aiel royalty. Probably. Right? Yeah. But what do you, like, do you think like the final battle will happen at like the absolute like end of the earth when water is gone? Or is till shade is gone, till water is gone? Wait, till shade is gone, till water is gone is the the desert. desert. Yeah, yeah, that's the desert. (gasps) Into the shadow with teeth bared to spit. What is the shadow? Into the shadow. Perhaps um, that's the shadow realm. They have to fight the Dark One on a different plane. Rand needs to return to the Aiel. Yeah. That's what this is all about. Rand needs to return to the Aiel. 100%. In order to save the world. Yep. I love this book so much. Yeah. It's so cool. The, uh, the amount that Robert Jordan gives us, but doesn't like shove in your face. Like it's, uh. Mm-hmm. Cause like, this is something you could skim by and not think about, but like it really, this is so leaning so hard into the IEL in, uh, this redheaded character. Who's like, I don't know who my dad is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he like has all this power. He consumes all of this power out of this artifact. Um, it was, I, I am still very confused as to what exactly happened there. Is he more powerful though? Did he just like level up? Was the orb like one of the like what do you think? Angriels? What do you think his dexterity is now? His dexterity is at least 18. He's got he's to gotta have high dexterity, right? He's yeah. not really a strength boy. He's got that plus four for yeah, sure. I, and like, you know, his charisma is like getting better, but it's still not great. No, his charisma, people seem to love Rand. Charisma. I think that that's the wheel. I don't think that that's Rand. I think the we- the Taviran of it all, but like Rand's charisma. His charisma is at least plus three. He saw two thighs and he lost his shit. Sure, sure, sure. But like sexual charisma, different. But like his, if we're I don't know, D&D every bard stats, I've ever seen with high charisma is a horny piece of shit. Well, I'm sure somebody has played a virgin bard. I'm sure somebody. Oh my god, my next DMD character is a virgin bard for sure. The virgin bard. Oh my god, I'm writing that. I'm writing that book. Uh huh, I love it. Um, and then they get to a little town. Plus five strength to the hair. No, see, it's not plus five strength. That's plus five, like added to attack to hit. No, no, that the hair blade is not a strength weapon. It is a, a thousand percent a dexterity. It's a versatile weapon. weapon, so you does you can either use your strength or your dexterity to wield it. No, and so he gets it's plus not five. a strength weapon. Well, he's also proficient in it, so he probably gets like plus nine. Right? But, he probably but gets it's, like it's not versatile. It is one hundred percent. It's not the kind of. It's not a blocking blade, right? It is I'm a thousand percent dexterity. By D and D rule books, okay. <laughs> um, they get to a town of short people. Um, town yes. of remarkably short people. Uh, yes, a and town of short people and an inn called the Nine Rings. <laughs> next chapter, the Nine Rings. Um, I call this chapter Meals and Deals. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, so the town of short people and the Nine Rings. And Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rand is all, dressed all fancy, so the lady's like, my lord. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Lady. My lord, Ooh. my lady. Um... But uh, I said I wrote Rand is ill-equipped to play Lord, but mm-hmm. he still rocks the flute. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love that. That was like I love that the the captain of the guards was like I'm so sorry that they enjoyed your music. <laughs> no, he's he's sorry that they sang along rowdily. I mean, I figure like that's what you're supposed to um, do, but the, the chapter in the Shire, a thousand percent, the chapter in the Shire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. With the singing. Yeah, and... this is the most Lord of the Rings reference. See, this has gotten the whole time. Uh, this and is it's gotten pretty Lord. Of I wrote the suspicious captain is one hundred percent right to be suspicious. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, He's suspicious. And, but here's the thing. He's probably not, like, a bad person, right? Yeah, but he's like, hey, uh, so what's your name? And Selena's like, <laughs> I'm sick. I've got to go to bed. Yay. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm and then she's famed. gone. She Selena's, like, dips. Out. She I left you a letter. I'm always with you in your heart, well, friend. And then, and then we get the Game of Thrones reference, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, no. Here, you play the Game of Thrones and you, you play win Deus or you Tamar die. Or you die. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, ah, okay, I see. Yeah, this this I love that I felt like this chapter was Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones mushed into Wheel of Time all of a sudden. Yes, yes, it was kind of fun, actually. I loved that. Ah, yes, they're very good at the Deus Damar here. Yes. (laughs) Deus Damar also sounds like it could be from Dune, though. Yep. Yes, it does. I I was playing Deus Damar with Baron Harkonnen. (laughs) Um, how do you think Celine got out without being seen by the guards? Magic. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what did he mean? Or she slipped, or she, or she does have control over the shadow realm, and she slipped out. Jonas herself. says Game of Thrones was written long after this book. You are right. This book comes out I, six years before the first Game of Thrones, or five years before the first Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. Wait. It. So, Deus Damar. I, I think that Robert Jordan, because Robert, I, because um, if you read our copy of the book, um, if you look at the back, guess who's on it? George R. R. Martin. His huge, ambitious Wheel of Time series helped redefine the genre. George R. R. Martin, internationally yep. best-selling author of A Game of Thrones. Yep, they knew. I would like to point out that. Never mind. Okay. Um, never mind. Mm-hmm. It is totally cribbed from Dune. Deus Tamar is the Game of Houses, definitely a Dune reference, right? It feels uh, like a Dune okay, reference. Okay, okay, okay. It yeah. feels one hundred percent like a Dune reference. Mm-hmm. I'm, God, I'm so smart, you guys. Yeah. I'm just like big brain today. Um, and by today, I mean um, two days ago when I read this on the plane. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, Rand, uh, they wake up. Celine's gone, but they get back on the road. They're, like, ready to go out in the world again. And uh, that's the end of the chapter. They just, they're like, all right, we're going to Karin. To Karin. Yeah. Sean, thank you for the super duper chat. I actually uh, watched Lord of Things animation just because I'm nerdy singing that song. It was an interesting experience, Sean. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I love that song so much, but it's uh, not the best movie. It's something. <laughs> it's it is something. Uh, but thank you for that super chat. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, everyone, go watch the Lord of the Rings animated uh, movies. They're very different <gasps> from each other. To Dennis, thank you so much for becoming a, a Narg 2.0. Um, <laughs> Game of Thrones has a character named Trabor, Robert in reverse, Jordane of the House of Tor. That. I know that's so cute. That's I love fun. that. I didn't realize that. That's very cool. I never caught that before because I, yeah. I didn't know who Robert Jordan was back then. That's um, yeah. yeah. Thank you for resubscribing. <laughs> I can't wait for someone to put um, David Wa'eb in something <laughs> as an honorific to me. Uh, no, or it's, it's David, David Nerdy. No, it's a David, and your sigil is a spider. Spider web. Nice. Yeah, I got you. Um. Kyrian. Kyrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely gonna pronounce that right one day. All right, chapter twenty-two. Guys, we have three chapters left. It's been an hour and fifty-three minutes. Wait, there's one thing. Let's go. I love that the innkeeper was like, Pardon my lord for saying so, but I was right. You should have knocked on your lady's door. (laughs) I did love that. She's like, I was I told you. She was like, look, dude, you could have you could have had sex last night and you didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. No, no, that was fantastic. I did appreciate that, yeah. And even before she's like I, my husband and I have been fighting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just go now. Just go. You'll be, she'll be, you'll be fine. All right, so we get to more rain, and we get to some, like, really <laughs> interesting information There's here. too much in this chapter. 
There is a lot. And mm-hmm. I, we're not going to talk about, we're going to miss stuff in this chapter. I'm, I'm so sorry to everyone in advance, just because, like, this, this was a lot. This mm-hmm. chapter was, like, a lot of different things. And um, l- much like, um, what was it, Van Deen? What was her name? Uh, they bounce, she's like, you're bouncing around from a lot of things. I was like, yeah, you guys are bouncing around from a lot of things right now. She's like, I don't even really know what I'm looking for. But it starts with a conversation with Lan, where she basically says, hey, Lan, I just wanted you to know, um, I have set it up so that, uh, if I die, uh, you're gonna be someone else's warder. And he's like, the fuck? Yeah, he's like, okay, so I'm- He could have asked. Yeah. Uh, Lan is so rightfully upset here. Yeah, it is so weird. I, here's the thing- when, after I read this chapter, I was like, you know what? Hey, I like the Bond in the show better than I do in the books. Because this feels really weird to me. Yeah. Like, the fact that you can, like, compel the person, it's, yeah, is is a lot of ick um, for me that I didn't like. And I felt bad. Like, I, felt, I was, like, totally on land side. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is, this is gross. Does it chafe? <laughs> well, and it, yeah. it's set up that, like, Moiraine knows that... Moiraine seems to be hinting hard, and Lan doesn't pick up on it, that the the she's that she's not compelling him. Like, it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. She's setting it up for him to become Nynaeve's person. Yeah, and, like, yeah. why would anyone want to be a warder? Well, honor and duty and... You could go join an army for that. Superpowers. Superpowers. If they you believe, live if you believe, longer, like, but... if you believe in the mission of the Aes Sedai, uh-huh. and you then be- they need warders. Like, I, I would do it. You know what I mean? Like, if that, if I was living in this world, and I was like, oh, I can do a lot of good. But they can compel you. Here's the thing: there are so many ways to do good, and so many like avenues for it. Oh, hundred percent. But like, like that, that's the, the weird thing about like relationship, right? It's like the. Y- y- you and I can compel each other to do things. You know what I mean? Like, the, there, there's a reality to relationship in that. And, like, this is an extreme the... form of that, but it's an extreme situation. And there is extreme power involved in this. And I, I, I think that Moraine is, in her way, trying to do right by Lan. And I think that he's rightfully upset about what she's doing, and I get yeah. that. I'm not saying she's right, but I'm saying that, like... But here's the thing. No, we know, we know that not all Aes Sedai are, like, great you know oh, what I mean? So yeah. these warders, like, why would they want to... Why would they give up complete freedom and autonomy? Because they believe in the mission. And if they, they didn't believe in the mission, they wouldn't do it. I guess you get a cool cloak. But, like, the, the, like the mission of the Aes Sedai explicitly fashion. is to fight the Dark One, right? Yeah. And, like, uh, uh, the warders whose backstories we know tend... I mean, they tend to be pulled from, like... Step in in the show. He was a drunk who was falling apart when he met. Um, uh, I can't remember who, oh, God, what I'm her blanking. name was. Uh, um, yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Like he was, and and like Lan was a kingdomless man fighting a, a solo war in the blight against the dark. Like yeah. he believes in the mission above all else, and so he's willing to put up with the downsides of it for the mission. And like that's, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that that's the reality of it. Is that there are if there's a fight between good and evil. And these are the most powerful people on the light, and you get... Kareem, yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Kareem, thank you. Um, I, I think that there really is... I, I think that that's it. I think that Lan is such a person of duty. And honestly, this chapter, 
When people complain about the emotionality of Lan in the episode five of the show, and they're like, that's not like Lan in the books. I look at this chapter, reading Lan in this chapter, and I'm like, that is 100% Lan. Yeah, yeah. Lan is very emotional in this chapter. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. angry, and he's 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 free with his words in a way that he isn't a lot in book one. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of that episode five Lan in this chapter in a way that I, I'm kind of surprised there is as much pushback on that chapter, uh, on that episode now, yeah. having read this. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, you know, Maureen talks about, like, oh, his walls are kind of down, like, he's off his footing, and, like, using that, like, against him. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's still just, he's still an emotional person. He's just learned, uh, like, semblance of control, of, like, mm-hmm. really good control over himself. And, you know, that's probably what makes him a great warrior as well. But he's like, God, I felt so bad for him because oh, I knew I knew I understood what Moraine was trying to do, right? And I, I I do truly believe that like Moraine has his best interests at heart for these moments, but also like it's it's so awkward, it's so uncomfy. Sure, and I, I wrote like I wrote this out. I was like, Lan is rightfully upset about her decisions, but Moraine knows he's destined for Nynaeve, um, and even says like. Nynaeve has placed bridal flowers in his hair, right? Like, that's, like, Moiraine sees that the relationship is so far beyond what can be contained for her goals. And she says, like, I wonder how long it's going to be before he asks me to release him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she knows. Like, she's very aware. And I think that she's she's just setting the stage for that. Yeah. Um, uh, So Lan leaves, upset, rightfully so, um, which does have consequences later when the Dementor shows up. Um... We'll talk about that. Well, yeah, literally. Uh, Vendine shows up and has answers that aren't answers. And she answers all these questions. And Moraine is like, something you said in their answer to question, but I don't know what it was. I and know. I was like, great, I don't either. Well, and I tried to figure it out. Because, like, it's obviously a hint that there's something mm-hmm. in there that's going to come into play later. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I was mad about it. I was like, I don't know what in this chunk was actually the hint that's not a hint. I don't, I don't know. But uh, we get this tidbit that's very important, I think, mm-hmm. moving forward, which is that Rand will announce himself in Tom and Hill, Tom and Hand. Um, I just wrote TH. It's either Hill or Hand, I can't remember. Uh, the place that Fane said to meet him, right? Oh, yeah, so the yeah. Prophecies, Tom and Head. Tom and Head, Tom and so Head. Yeah, that's it. Rand will announce himself there, according to Vendine, and will do it before the Watchers on the Waves. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Watchers on the Waves are the post-credit scene people from the... The boat people? Yeah, the Watchers on the Waves. They, it they feels like it's going to be the boat people. Because here's the thing. The boat people to show up at the end of, like, season one kind of have to have at least been, like, mentioned at this point in the book. And so mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be them, right? Uh, CJ Clark, thank you for the super chat. CJ, uh, George R. R. Martin was friends with Robert Jordan and the original choice to finish the series after Robert Jordan passed away. S- kind of. I was watching a Brendan Sanderson interview where he was talking about that. And he was like, yeah, they wanted George R. R. Martin to write it. But then, um, uh, I can't remember how he worded it. He was like, his wife realized that he was never going to finish Game of Thrones and didn't want to give him more to do. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair. I'm Wait. still waiting for the end of Game of Thrones, George. I'm still waiting. I've been waiting for years. Do you think the Watchers on, years. Do you think the, watchers on the Waves are the same people, are, are Arthur Hawkwing's descendants? Do you think that's the same people? Those are the people returning, or Hawkwing's descendants that he sent away, right? So I think they are the same people. I think the Watchers on the Waves are Hawkwing's descendants, and the people we saw in the post credit scene, I think all three of those things, same people. Yeah, 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 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, um, What else? 
Oh, uh, so Moraine kind of gets answers, but not really. No. And then she goes outside, and a drug car is there. A Dementor. And it can um, suck your soul out. And I was like... It gives you a kiss. Hey, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get that idea from? Hmm, I wonder. Did you read... <laughs> did you read Wheel of Time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you might um, have. Um, so uh, Moraine is like, ah, well, I'm dead. <laughs> well, that was the thing that was so, like, wild to me, is I was like... She did not, like, she, it got so close that she did not have the time to react. And it is powerful enough that once it's got you, it's, it's kind of got you. And unless you get help, you're done. Bizdy says, Brandon Sanderson is going to end up finishing the Song of Ice and Fire as well. Mark my words. I'm in for it. I'm there for it. If anyone can figure out how to finish that series, good luck. Um, yeah, if you haven't read Dance with Dragons, you don't know how difficult it could possibly be to finish. Like, if you've seen the show... Oh, he's literally said he's written himself into a corner. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can't. I don't know if I can finish this. But like, we, we're over two hours, and we have three chapters left. Yeah. Or two chapters left, so let's keep going. Um, no, it's three chapters. Drag car. Oh, drag car. Yeah, it's it's literally a Dementor. And um, they're like, how did it get so close once... Um, Black Land... Asha. Yeah, Black Well, Land, Land shows up, and he's like, if you hadn't made me so mad, I would have been here to save you. And I was like, yeah, Moiraine. Yeah. Yeah, or, stop being so mean. Or would it not have been taken by surprise? Like, would the Drakkar be able to have then had both in its power? I don't know. And... I think that Lan can sink his sword faster than Moiraine can channel the power, is the point. Oh, I see, I see. You know what I mean? Like, Moiraine has to connect and then bleh, whereas Lan just goes, Wa-ching! Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh... So Lan is also, like, head on a swivel. He would have seen it coming, whereas Moraine's so distracted by all the jumbled thoughts, where she's like, so oh, my God. Black Aja. Vampire. Black Aja exists. We know this for a fact. They and Moraine ta- is it. like, oh, yeah, the Black Aja. God. She's so casual about it, too. She's like, yeah, they those darn, Black Aja. Darn those Black Aja. I was like, okay. Oh, the Old Order as well. I love that um, Lan says, you made me so mad I had to go do drills with him, and then so mad that I had to stop. Yay. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, that was terrifying. Because when, um, you know, when the Drakkar was, like, flying around in book one, I was like, okay, it's kind of like a little, like, dragon thingy. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably, like, a good, like, fighter. It having these, like, other soul-sucking powers is kind of horrifying. Yeah. Right? Um, that Gluck Gluck 9000. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next chapter, I think, is the one y'all been waiting for. All right. I, I, this chapter, we could talk about this chapter for three hours. Yeah, this is literally uh, torturing Nynaeve. This um, chapter is nuts. It's crazy. Nynaeve goes through the Triwizard Tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> no. No? No, very different. Um, I mean, I guess the maze is at the beginning and not at the end, but... So Nynaeve is um, already accepted. Uh, all she has to do is face her fears, which is always my favorite thing in like fantasy when they're like, you must face your deepest fears. Yeah, and you're like, because um, usually it doesn't actually get at your deepest fears. This time, Robert Jordan, I think he did good. He cures Nynaeve pretty good here. Yeah, he, yeah. He really, he this character that he set up. It's it's oh, it's the Bogart thing. It's it's not like a it's not yeah, a tribal tournament. She just needed to say ridiculous, and it would have been ridiculous. Fine. Um, I always, I always, growing up, I was like, ridiculous, because of the K. Oh. Um, and then when they said it in the movie, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're like, all right. Uh, ridiculous. Um, so, ridiculous. Na- I wrote, um, uh, I called this chapter a naive carol. Um, 
because uh, she has to go through three trials. What I was, what is, and what will be. <laughs> um, and uh, my first note was Nin jumps the line and does the accepted test. Jumps three the line. Fears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, first, the first test, what was. She has to go through this arch that they're like, we don't really know how it works, but like, we're just going to send you in there. Don't worry about it. That was insane. First of all, you have to get naked. And then go, fa- like, and mm-hmm. then walk through this thing that, like, we kind of get what happened, but, like, not. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, we find out after she gets back from the first one and channels that it's, Because like, she's straight up shooting lightning at Agonor. Her and Agonor have a full-on, like... Battle. Like, um, Dumbledore, Voldemort in the department, or in, um, the, in the... Ministry um, of Magic. Ministry of Magic yeah, fight yeah. Mm-hmm. with lightning and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets back... And the woman's like, you channeled? You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, don't do that. Then tell her that. Yeah. You didn't say not to channel. I know. I was like, what What do you mean? You sent, like, you sent Aja into these things who came out completely burnt out of their power. And you didn't think to say, hey, maybe don't channel. Because, we like, just figured you wouldn't. Yeah, what? what? Like. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of preparation is this? Is a terrible this? test. Terrible yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, her, like, face of, like, surprise, like, you channeled and, like, you came back out and, like, you're okay was wild. But, yeah, they literally have, like, a full-on, like, um, but they also, Marvel movie fight. But they also have this, like, they, they keep being, like, the the doorway back will only open once. And I'm, like, how do you know that? You don't know what's going on. You don't know how it works. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. literally say, we don't really know how this works, but it only happens once. I don't know that I believe you. Yeah, because the person who missed the door, like, the people who don't come back, like, yeah, because here's the thing. If you see the door the first time you see it, mm-hmm. and then you take it, how do you know it doesn't appear again? Yeah. Cause they or what if it appeared once, you didn't see it, and so it appeared again. And you what? just didn't see the first time it appeared. And here's the thing. Because you're in a maze. It appears again for Nynaeve. No, it doesn't. We'll get to that. That's the third time. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get okay. to it. It doesn't okay. appear again. Doesn't appear again. We'll get to that. Um, uh, she channels a lot. She mm-hmm. channels a lot. She throws lightning. Uh, but she makes it back, and she's like, "Damn, that was that sucked." Agonor, woof. Uh, and then they're like, "This is the test of what is." Do you okay? So she gets. She goes back to Emmons Field. Yeah. Some evil wisdom is torturing everybody, making kids sick. It's pretty awful. Killing men. Um, do you think that yeah. this is actually what is, or is this just what? Nynaeve's fear of what is, is. I think it's the fear of what is. I don't think that's actually happening. Back okay. Then. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's it's your deepest fear. It's, mm-hmm. you know, Nynaeve has probably gone into that, like, spiral, that, mm-hmm. like, doom scroll in her brain of being like, okay, but what if this happened and then this happened and then, like, this could yeah, happen yeah. and maybe that, like, yeah. The worst version of her not being there to be the wisdom. Exactly. The absolute yeah. worst version, which, like, was so horrifying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it like truly like I felt so bad for her. Um honestly I think that the like second one was like rougher than the third one personally. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. For, like I I it just seems so real. Um and Cuz like, the fear plausible. of what, the fear of what will be will never be as bad as the fear of what is. Yeah. Cuz it's always a possibility, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the fear yeah. of what is is a fear of like uh, yeah. is a fear of decisions the, the problem with the fear of what is, particularly in this, is that it is a fear of the negative consequences of decisions you've already made. Things that you can't take back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas the fear of what will be is always about something that you maybe have the chance to change. Yeah. And so this is definitely the roughest of the three by far. I think so, for and sure. And she walks away from it in, like, this horrific moment where Marin, I think her name is, is just screaming for help. And she has to turn her back on it. I know. And it's... Re- uh, Mavra Mallon. Uh, it's really incredible. Um... 
like the way this whole sequence is written the the second part the middle chunk of this is the best part of this chapter to me because yeah. it is the hardest pull on Nynaeve because it, it it pulls on her, the place that she loves her her feeling of duty the only place where I feel like she's really felt centered and secure because yeah. um, she doesn't in the Aes Sedai Tower but she's turning around into it anyway yeah um Really, really wonderful stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like you said, I think Robert Jordan is one of the few people who really nailed the, like, this is your deepest fear kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because it's a trope. It's been done before. And most of the time I'm like, is that really? Okay, okay sure. Mm-hmm. But this one I was like, oh, yeah. For, uh, yeah. Yikes. That's a big yikes. Well, and it's, it's fun, right? Because, like, the thing that was so fun about the bog art is when Lupin pulls Harry away and he's like, I don't know what your deepest fear is going to be. And so I don't want to, I didn't want to subject the class to that because you've seen real shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh-huh. like, Nynaeve has seen real shit. And, yeah. like, so her deepest fears, all three of them are pretty awful. Yeah. Even the third one, which we're going to do, which is what will be, which is Lan is her husband and ha- they have kids together, which I think will be. Like, I genuinely believe they're going to end up together. Yeah, I think so. Um, and she has to walk away from that. And obviously, I she doesn't because she's going to be her warder and they're going to be, bo- it's going to be fine, right? Because the green Ajas can marry their warders. Um, yeah. And so I really do think Nynaeve will end up being a green because mm-hmm. she's bad. She's a battle Aja, right? Like, if, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I originally said yellow because I was like, oh, she's a healer. But then now that I'm learning more, I'm like, no, no, no. no. Nynaeve no. is going to be green. She's a fighter. She's so angry and so emotional and, like, powerful. She's 100% a green Aja. Yeah. I believe that. And so Lana's like, stay with me. And she's like, I, I can't. And then the, she, but but the pull is so strong, she misses the door. Yeah. And she's like, god damn it, Lan. Yeah, and so then she just channels and gets it back. But she builds the bramble bush in her brain. Yeah. And she has a little flower on the tip of it, so she's able to channel because of the little flower. I know. <laughs> and then she forces the door back into existence. Yeah. It doesn't just come back. Yeah. She forces it into existence by channeling the one power in the place where they just told her, do not channel in there, we don't know what will happen. And then she, like, confidently strolls through that door, only to have two giant, giant thorns, thorns pierce her all bones. the way through her hands. Like, and, and, and they're like, oh, that's not supposed to scar. When they, like, take like, it out. And I was like, oh, Nynaeve is Jesus. Nynaeve is, is Jesus confirmed. Nynaeve yeah. is Jesus confirmed. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, This was dope. I, I love this. And also the fact that, like, in between she gets washed of her... She gets washed between each door. Yeah. And then in the third one, the ambulance seat is there to wash her. And yeah. this was the first time where I was like, oh, cool. Like, there is, like, the, this tradition is very cool for the, the, the Aes Sedai and for the sisterhood it means of it. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that there's a bunch of people there, one from each color, and the ambulance seat is there to welcome her into um, Aes Sedai-ness. You know yeah. what I mean? uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't believe that, that that's the test. It sucks. Yeah. What, what would, a nightmare. Okay. So what would be your three fears? Will past, net, present and future? I don't know. And that's why these things are so unbelievable to me when like I read them. Cause I'm like, okay, well, what would mine be? And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. I literally like, I don't know. People don't like me. That's, that's, that's literally it. Like, I don't, I really, like, could not tell you. Um, uh, how do you compare the three tests here to the temptation that the Dark One tempts Rand with in season one? It is, I, I do think that there's a lot of, it, that 
the Ishamayil scene with Rand in Emmonsfield and the land scene in this are very similar to me. Yeah, yeah. And I think is... they took a lot of inspiration there. Yeah. I agree so with that. Wolf I don't know project. if we'll get to see the, like, Tangriel. Like, also, uh, y'all, if you want to watch a, a fan edit of the Wheel of Time show into a movie, a Wheel of Time fan edit project uh, launched it yesterday on their YouTube. So go check that out. Um, we haven't had a chance yet because we were getting back from our honeymoon, but we're very excited <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check them out. Um Organizer, thank you for that super chat. Uh, did you notice the thank parallel you. between the warning to be steadfast and show Nynaeve whispering to Egwene be strong before mm. pushing in the river? I didn't I did notice not notice that. that one. Yeah, yeah, But that is interesting. I wish they'd said be steadfast. I like that. Mm-hmm. Be steadfast. I like long words. I like long <laughs> words. Yeah, that... Oh God, I, I, like, I don't know if I would survive being... <laughs> Rock Nation Clarissa's hair all falls out. Yeah, yeah, if I went bald, that'd be pretty... You'd be I, hot bald, though. Thank you. Yeah. I Thank you. I just really like my hair. I always wanted long hair, and now that I have it, I it would hurt me if it went away. So we made it to the final chapter. Yeah. Egwene is like... Nynaeve saw some shit. She's, she's a different person. I love that that's how this chapter starts. She's like... So they Nynaeve? done did something to yeah. Nynaeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They she done knows. did her dirty. Um, she knows. And then uh, I, I like to call this chapter, Egwene meets everyone Rand met. Literally. Literally, like, Egwene, like, walks into her room and Elaine is there. And Elaine is like, oh, you know Rand. Let's go meet this person who knows Rand and also this person who knows Rand. But literally, Egwene, <laughs> uh, 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 Elaine takes her to meet Loghain, Min, Gawain, Galad, uh, and Aleda. And also says she's going to take her to meet else. Elsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the farm yeah. girls are too. Like yeah. it's so funny. Also, Egwene is so hot for Galad. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, Egwene meets funny. Galad, and I was, it like, was like, I need to go change my panties. I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, yeah, and things are moist. And he's so smooth. He's like, I would like to like meet you later. Do you think Galad will end up being her warder? Her warder. Because uh... Gawain is gonna. Because uh, Elaine is gonna be queen, right? So Galad needs something to do. Do you yeah. think Galahad ends up being Egwene's warder? Uh, I just want to say, Johnny Run, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> we had a fun time. Um, so congrats on her. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. We got married a year and a half ago, but we finally were able to travel. So we yeah, went you know all that fun stuff. I hmm, I don't know because I don't know how Galad feels about Aes Sedai. And warders and well, all. he's there to train with them. Yes, because it's like custom and tradition. Okay. Right. I don't know if he becomes a full warder. Like that's fun. I like the idea. I don't. I just really think that, that like um, what I think is so f- interesting about Galad is mm-hmm. that he walks away, and then Elaine and Gawain are like, "Oh my god, he's so he's so like duty bound." Yeah. And like. That just is what warders are to me, right? Like, they seem to be a group of people True. who believe in duty. So if someone is going to become a warder, it seems like he is the right kind of person for that. Yeah, maybe, like, Galad and Egwene get to know one another, and he believes that, like... Well, they're going to go on a picnic, so... They're going to... They're yeah. yeah. Well, and if she's allowed out, because she's a novice. Uh, yeah, she's a noob. Um, mm-hmm. he, oh, yeah, he's, like... He's so hot. He's so smooth. But it, it is interesting. I think that... it uh, It's possible... Because, yeah, because maybe, maybe the, the I said I literally, like, fall apart. Um, and Egwene, maybe he sees things in Egwene. Henry Cavill for Galad. <laughs> I feel like he's a little too old. I agree. I, I think he's a little too old. But he's still so hot. Um, you know who, you know who Henry Cavill should be if he's going to be in this? Gareth Bryan. 
the captain of the guard. No, he's maybe too young for that. Yeah, he's because he was supposed to, be... to serve the person before, right? Yeah, he's he's definitely older. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Who could Henry Cavill play? Henry Cavill. I would have said Henry Cavill would be a great Loghain, but yeah, and I also don't think Loghain is going to be much of a much more in the. I disagree. Book. I think I think Loghain is a very important character. Huh. I just I, I do I think that Loghain and Rand are going to have a relationship. You know what? You know what? <gasps> Loghain is sh- going to be the one who's going to teach Rand how to channel. Loghain is. Loghain is going to teach Rand how to channel because he's a man who knows how to do it, who figured it out right, and is like massively powerful. I think that Loghain will become Rand's like Obi Wan in a way. Yeah. Because it would make sense because they've said like oh. Rand needs someone to teach him how to channel. Yes, because Loghain no one... is a perfectly. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Henry Cavill for Ingtar. I was going to say ship captain, but... <laughs> Bail Dolman! Oh my god, I would love that too much. Yeah, oh, yeah. if he was just like with an eye patch and he's just being all Henry Cavill on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see Henry Cavill on a boat. Yeah, um, I'm down for that. Uh, <laughs> that would be fun. Or Henry Cavill as the Dark One. And he gets his like villain turn. That's fun. Spicy, I like it. I like it, I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think Loghain is going to end up teaching Rand how to channel. I, that, hmm, interesting. I wonder if they, I wonder if the Aes Sedai would, like, trust him in that, or maybe, maybe I don't think they do. I think they, no, I think he, they let him go, right? Like, yeah, what yeah, are yeah. they going to, they're not going to keep him prisoner forever. Yeah. He can't do anything anymore, like. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. One of the Forsaken was in response to who Henry Cavill could play. That would be fun. I would love to see him. I, I want to see Henry Cavill get to play a villain because he's Me such a good too. hero. Yeah, yeah. He's su- and like different kinds of heroes, right? Like he's so good as Superman and he's so good as Geralt, who are two very different forms of hero. Yeah, I would love to see Henry Cavill get to have his like villain turn. That would be so fun. Um, I guess he kind of got one in um, Mission Impossible Fallout, but I didn't sorry, watch it. that's a spoiler for that movie. Oops. I know. Um. Uh. All right, uh, so Rand, I wrote, Rand's influence is felt everywhere he goes. I love that in this, um, <laughs> Elaine is like, is he Tavirin? Because he seems to, like, mess yeah. up, like, everyone seems... Straight up messages it. Like, oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. He, Do you know if he's Tavirin or not? Like, it seems like he's Tavirin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Egwene's like, Shh, don't say anything. They can't know. <laughs> um, and then uh, and they run Cavill into Min. And Elias. Uh, no, he's not, like, he's not shaggy enough. Yeah, yeah. He's a little too clean cut. That jawline, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Okay, okay. Um, Henry has apparently read Wheel of Time. Matthew, thank you for that super chat, and I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not Henry surprised. Henry Cavill's a big old nerd. But thank you. <laughs> um, Henry Cavill's going to be a guest on next week's episode of this show, so definitely tune in for... I wish... That's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. I would die. You would oh not die. You God. would, you would be great. I um, love him. <laughs> I know. I know. You can leave me for him one day. Um, uh, so yeah, Brand's influence like really changes everyone he meets, and like they, they you know, I love that they brought that up. I love that Taviran T- is more than just like a title; it's like a real thing that you're feeling in the books as you read them. Yeah, yeah, it it makes it so much more real and realistic, um, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate that for sure. So we're back with Min, mm-hmm. and we talked about it earlier, but Min uh, reveals that she's been brought here by Moraine. Yeah. Um, or no, she reveals that she's brought here. Aleda later brings up that Moraine is the one that brought her here. Right. Um, and she's like, how did you know that Moraine brought me here? That's weird. Yeah. Um, and Min is like, um, yeah, so uh, 
when I see you, I see the white flame to Egwene. So maybe uh, a melon seat future for Egwene. I mean, that's literally what it read to me as, but maybe I am way off. But we also, we also, we also get the reveal that Elaine is going to have to share Rand with two others. Yeah, Rand's going to have this weird harem going on. Hot. Um, which, like, all right, but I, I love that she's like, Elaine is like, you're right, never. I'm not going to share him. He's going to no be way. mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the end of the chapter, we get Min's point of view in her, in her, yeah. after her conversation with Aleda, where Aleda is, like, questioning her about Rand. And Min is like, I don't want to fall in love with him. Like, she says that about Rand. Yeah. And I think that she's like, she looks at Rand and she's like, God damn it, I'm going to marry, I'm going to be... Oh God, I'm gonna fall in love with this man. Yeah, she's like, I can and she see doesn't it. want to. And I yeah. love. I, I I wish this story was from her perspective because I would actually love a story about a woman who like sees a man and like the universe tells her that she's going to marry him one day. And her perspective on it is, God damn it, I don't I don't want that. I I really don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. such a funny idea. Can we get a little novella like spinoff? That would be great for me. Um, Robert Power says White Flame is what she sees in the show version as well. Yeah. I understand that, but I the show didn't do a good job of setting up what the fl- White Flame was, so it didn't yeah. mean anything to me. Yeah. Whereas the books have done such a good job setting up what the fl- White Flame means that it is different. Yeah. The yeah, perspective, and, and this is the problem I have with the show in some ways, right? Where, like, the Horn of Valir shows up in the show, and you're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And so when that character's like, it's the Horn of Bloody Valir, I'm like, cool, dude, you've never mentioned this before, why would I know that? Whereas in the books, the Horn of Valir is brought up throughout the entire first book, so when the horn shows up, you're like, oh my god, it's the horn! Everyone's looking for the horn, there's a whole thing in Ilian about the horn. Exactly. And I think that foreshadowing is important in writing. Yep. And I think that the book, I, I think the show does a lot of things well, I don't think foreshadowing is one of them, whereas I think the books have done such an incredible job foreshadowing things, so that when they come up later, they, yeah. they hit that nostalgia right. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. And Robert Jordan is just a master at it. Like it, it's yeah. so 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 good. And and that's that's where we're at. Like Robert Jordan is a master writer. This book is we're halfway through it, and I, like this book is better than the first one. And I'm, it's it's nice, right? It's nice to see this growing and and this, this like expanding world. Yeah. The, the, the Shadowlands was a big jump for me. I was like, oh my god, okay, we're going there. But we're going there, and I, yeah. I liked it. It was it ended up being really good, and so I'm excited to see where we're going from here. Yeah, yeah, so am I. Um, shall we do our high-low? Yeah, or do you want to do Smut Corner first? Should we Smut Corner it first? All I right, mean, what's I, your Smut Corner for this week? I feel like the obvious Smut Corner is, like, literally Rand in the middle of a triangle. <laughs> like... When? No, I mean, like, like this, like, foreshadowing prediction... Oh, that like, Rand is going to be... Well, it's not really a triangle. It's like a... Oh, I guess they're the triangle. He's in the, the center of a triangle. Uh, no, that's not... I guess it would be like... Yeah, I don't know. But there's lots of corners, is the point. More curves. More curves than corners. For a shape? All right, fine. I'm just saying they've got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got figures. it. I got it. No, no, no. Where, where would you add a sex scene into the... What we got? Because um... the obvious one is Celine and Rand... No, my, mine, mine, is that, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, um, Nynaeve and Swan start, like, battling it out on the ship and, like, force-holding one another, and then they're like, oh, wait, like, this is hot. And uh, and then they, like, <laughs> they just, like... The best part about this is they just start going at it on the bed, <laughs> and, and poor Egwene is stuck like, and she can't move. Stuck. She just desperately wants to not watch, but she has to. Hey, people people have, like, 
uh, like makeup sex all the time. You know what I mean? Like they fight and they're and like, angry, angry about and it. And hate sex. Hate sex is hate a sex thing. Hate sex is a thing, right? And so I, I that's my smut corner is at Swan and Nynaeve. <laughs> While Egwene is just forced to watch. Wow, that's dark. That's like, the, that might be the darkest I smut mean, corner we've had no, yet. No, maybe, no, they let Egwene go. Egwene doesn't have to watch unless she's like into it and is like, wait, can I stay? You know? Yeah. But that's, that's my smut corner. <laughs> I'm into, I'm into it. Especially, like, and also in the show as well. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. What? Come on. I just don't think that Swan would cheat on Moiraine. Well, they're not dating in the book. Mm-hmm. That we know of. Yeah, that's fair. That, that we know that's of. That's fair. It is Where like... would I add a sex scene? That's tough. <laughs> this one's tough. Because everyone's kind of, like, wi- like separate. Um, mm-hmm. Also, here's the thing, like, uh, Swan and Moraine, like, hardly ever see each other, so I feel like when you have a relationship like that, you kind of gotta be open. Yeah, they've gotta be open, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is, air can make many things! Air dildos! (laughs) That makes sense. Y'all are disgusting. Oh, please. Um, We are disgusting. We are disgusting, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, for me, it's just it's Rand and Celine, right? Like, in... Oh, there's so many like moments. and like and like Loyal's just there to document it for the for like the history books. Mm-hmm. Like Loyal's like and Huron's like, oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not look, but he's like looking. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Um, and Rand and Celine just like just going at it. Rand has a sex dream with Balsamon. You know what? The like enemies to lovers trope, but it's Rand and Balsamon. I'm I'm into that. Uh, I'm into that. That's so wild. A trollic dark friend mass orgy as Rand and Loyal grab the horn. The reason, because here's the thing. <laughs> the reason they can sneak in is because there's out. an orgy going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, yeah, yeah. here's my question about that scene. It's like, why do they have no security? Oh, yeah. There's like the one that like keeps watch, but is not but, like, keeping watch and asleep. then goes to fall yeah. asleep. He literally like goes and like takes a nap. It's like, eh, I'm good. Um, Hi, low. Hi, low. Okay. Uh, the way we do this. So for those of you who don't know, uh, think of it while I say this. Um, uh, my dinner table with my family, we would always do high-low of the day so that we could celebrate each other's victories and commiserate about uh, the tough parts of our lives. Uh, it, you know, it just brought us together as a family. And so uh, the way that we do this is she does her high, I do my low, she does her low, and then I do my high so that we can bookmark it with the good stuff. Bookend with some highs. <clears throat> um, This one's kind of tough for me because I don't actually know what my high like I don't have I don't have you a don't have a favorite part of this section. I I think it probably was the scene with Suan and Nynaeve and Egwene on the ship. That's fair. Yeah, it's a great scene. Uh, I think it's a great scene. I think it says a lot about the characters and like where they're headed. Um, and it also like we get to know Swan a little bit more, and I find her like really fascinating. So that's that's my high for this section of the book. Um, my low, I've already said it, but it's it's just Nynaeve's, like, intelligence. Like, I, I, I just wish she felt smarter. Because um, I like her power, I like her character, I like her, like, personality. But she just is, like, so... She, she The way that she goes about her goals to me, I'm just like, girl, like, you, you could be more successful if you weren't so obvious. And yeah. I just find it a little bit like, come on, come on, Nynaeve. Like, go after Moiraine. Like, do what you say you want to do, but do it smart. Yeah. Um, and I just, I find that, I, I just find her to be sometimes difficultly written. And I, 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 I'm sure it's, in, I'm sure it's intentional, but it, it's just kind of like, okay, you're doing, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you keep making the same mistakes and expecting different results. Yeah. And I find that frustrating. Yeah. I think my low, and 
it's and it's kind of low. It's weird for me. I I don't love how obviously evil Selene is. Oh, I love it because because oh, really? because okay. I love that Rand like, can't notice it because of her power. Okay, that's fair. Like the way that they played those two things off of each other is why I love it. I guess so. I just was like, guys, are you kidding me? Like, I I know Loyal is also like young in Ogier years, but like, and I guess Huron is like kind of a wet noodle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was just like, I was just literally from the first moment, I was like, she's so sus. I just, <laughs> like, I like when books give the readers information that the characters should have, but they're too caught up in it to notice. And I like following that along because it teases the like, fair. when is Rand going to realize when in like that, I find that game to be fun if it doesn't tease for too long. Yeah, if it yeah. goes on for books and books, I'm like, come on. But, like, it, I have a feeling by the end of this book, we're going to get the reveal and Rand's going to feel like an idiot. And, like, yeah. I'm excited for that moment. Okay, yeah, that is totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my um, my high, I have two. Like, the Nynaeve, the whole Nynaeve sequence is so good. I really like the three tests. I think that, that chapter is really good. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, the moment that I felt, like, the most joy reading this was the prophecy I brought up. Um, that moment with the orb. The orb, yeah. And it, cause it, just because it was the first moment where I was like, a sightbinder, I know what that means. I yield. I felt, like connected i i felt like i was like like, picking up the threads yeah Yeah. i really felt like i was like sewing it all together yeah in that moment and so and i just i I love the way robert jordan writes prophecy um yeah and there's so many prophecies in these books that i've been having a lot of fun with that so far so that that was like the most enjoyable moment of reading for me in this section yeah and i just i loved it i I really like rand i like rand a lot as a character i find him fascinating and well-written and I'm so excited for the verse, for the direction he's headed, yeah. and for where, um, for for where it's it's it, the possibilities of growth are in him, and I just you know I, I I'm surprised at how much I relate to Rand. I was gonna say I find that Rand is like is very relatable in a lot of ways, like mm-hmm. especially like I was a hundred percent that person that was like. If anyone tries to tell me what to do, I will do the exact opposite. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, you'd be, like, cleaning up your room, and your mom is like, clean your room. And you're like, no, I'm not cleaning my room. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, that person. You still are. That is I've asked true. you to clean the bedroom many times. That... What? And there are clothes everywhere. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We just got back, and we're doing laundry. No, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, 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 the clean clothes. Just, oh, I was I was like, wait, what? It's <laughs> like, not being what serious. Are you about? Where did I leave if, that? If I had legitimate grievances about something in our house, I would not air them on a show. <laughs> no, I, I. That would not. I'm. You know what, guys? I'm going to end the show by airing real grievances. No, I'm just no, no. making jokes. I was confused. I was like, wait a second. Did I leave? <laughs> no, babe. I'm just making jokes. I know. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. Um, y'all, that is going to be the <laughs> end of this show. If you want to uh, hear more about our honeymoon. Uh, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I will be live on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. Uh, we're going to talk about our honeymoon. We're going to talk about everything that happened the last 10 days. And then I'm going to be playing the wild. new Horizon Forbidden West. That's right. It came out. Aloy is back in my life. I'm so <laughs> excited to play this game. Uh, so that is going to be uh, on my stream at 4 o'clock. Come join us for that. And uh, next week... Um, oh God, what are we reading until? Does anyone know what chapter we're reading to next week? I can pull I always it forget. up pretty quick, actually. Um, here, let me pull it up in uh, pins. Here we go. Uh, the chapter 37. Read until the end of chapter 37 yes. for next Friday. Uh, y'all, I hope you liked um, this structure that we came up with 
uh, today uh, with me having more notes going chapter by chapter. I think this is what we're going to do from now on. Uh, although the show was two and a half hours, um, I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to everyone who... Um, Thank you to everyone who gave super chats. It means the world. Thank you to everyone who is joining for their second month as a Narg of the Nerd Table. If you want to be a Narg of the Nerd Table, uh, that's our YouTube membership program. Uh, mm. It means a lot to everyone who's joined. Or uh, to the person who joined our Patreon mid-show, thank you so much. Thanks. We're going to have some fun Patreon stuff coming soon. Now that we're back mm-hmm. in town and have the internet again, because we did not have internet for a lot of our trip. It was really bad internet, yes. Um, but yeah, please drop a like on the video. Um, you know, leave a comment to the algorithm, Lanfear. You know, she's F hungry. we got to feed her. Uh, and stick around this weekend on the YouTube channel. We're going to have our spoiler chats for the finale of Boba Fett, as well as the final two episodes of Peacemaker, all of which we've seen but have not recorded yet. So stick around yes. the next couple days on the YouTube uh, as we finish up those shows and get ready for uh, Batman in two weeks. Uh-huh. 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 Are we going to watch uh, Uncharted? Are we? I, I've never played the game. Okay. Uh, you can watch it. Thanks for a great show. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye, guys. Bye.